Welcome to Shortcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Evgeny. Hi, I am uh, Windrunner on the forums. God <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> these two, these two, David, uh, David and Evgeny give me such crap. It's like, oh, I can't believe I'm second, David said, as I oh, always yeah. have done this. And so I, yeah. I try and switch it up uh, to appease things. Just derailed again. I, okay, yeah, fine. I am Argent. Also joining us is David. Hey, how's it going? Hi, I am. I am actually Windrunner, and I am aware that Eric has inverted his normal order, and I suspected he would do it to try to mess with me because he was being sneaky about it. So, Hi, you I know, you just Rylan. seem so surprised all the time. I just want to give people what they want. Okay, <laughs> we all know Evgeny wants to be first, and you kept being surprised. So, I enjoy. It's a, it's a pleasant surprise. I was not going to be like, haha. <laughs> Great. Anyone got any show and tell? Yeah, I do have. Um, so don't pick up that water bottle of Kenny. I swear to God. <laughs> I was like, is it going to be whiskey? Don't, don't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, there was um, in, in a recent episode, we, we had an informal bingo. Uh, mm. um, because we yes. had a very, very deranged all over the place conversation. And we had People listeners. People loved it. People loved it. I, I think it was a lot of fun. It was one um, of the best episodes, I think. But someone, someone was notably upset that they they didn't get bingo because I didn't do uh, alcohol show and tell. <laughs> okay, all right, fair. That is true. So, Multiple people did so say this for sure. Yes. we are we are drinking. This, this looks like a lot, but that's because there's a huge chunk of ice in there. I mean, uh, what we are mm-hmm. drinking today is some coffee whiskey. Oh, I got. What is the, the little picture on it? Is it? It looks like a panda, but I really, I don't Wait, think. What? Uh, right. It is a it's naked really woman riding oh. a horse. Okay, that's what okay, I thought so it not was. A panda. Okay. <laughs> it's not okay. A panda. I still had the, I still had the <laughs> comment sidebar open, so it was even extra compressed. I couldn't really see. Uh, we are my drinking Hedy Bella, uh, which was grounded oh. in the Midwest. Uh, the, the whiskey, not Bella herself. Um, Good. it's a rye whiskey that uh, was soaked in espresso, strained and finished with maple syrup. Um, it is cool. remarkable. So I don't love this. It's okay, but I don't love it. It's remarkable how strong of a whiskey flavor and how strong of a coffee flavor you get out of it. And they are like, neither is really messing up or diluting the other. Uh, which would happen if you just poured coffee and then like dumped some whiskey in there. So that's my show and tell for today. Cool. Mm-hmm. David, do you have any show and tell? No, I don't. Okay. I never do. Okay. I, I have some show and tell. I have this. I have ah. our Stabby Award from long ago in 2020. This, what are this, your this Stabby side, Awards, Eric? Uh, it was r slash fantasy. We we got uh, the best site award. Uh, and uh, so the awards took a while to get here. But, 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 but we hey, got it. It happens. Cause, well, they're like self-funded. So I think it took, oh, yeah. it takes a little time to get the money together. Yeah, we really yeah, do yeah, yeah. that. Oh, also but, the edges are not sharp at all. So that's nice. Well, that's so probably for good. the best. That's, yeah. That is probably for the best. And these are community voted, right? Yeah, they're community mm-hmm. voted. So thank you all for voting. It was a little bit blue. Yeah, but it was 
was very exciting. Yeah. Thank you for voting for us three years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. And thank you all for listening. Okay. So today, friends, we are getting back to some lost metal stuff. I know it's been a while. We, we still have Rhythm of War topics, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, yes, there are. Uh, I don't, you know, we we might just need to wait to start by five. <laughs> those are those are back burner topics, is how I would put some of them. You know, they were things that if we were needing to make episodes out of, there, there was only about one it. about like the sibling. There, nothing important happened in Rhythm of War. That, on the sibling. That, that's a major one that we just haven't done. And I assume that was scheduling issues and we're just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, OK, Look, we can't do everything. It's fine. But this one has always been on our list. Uh, we're talking about hemallergy um, and we're, we're going to focus in. This is going to be a very lost metal heavy episode on hemallergy. And uh, but we're going to talk about uh, some other era to hemallergy stuff as well. We actually haven't done a dedicated hemallergy episode except the hemallergy chart. Back in 2018, which is like five years ago now. That's that's wild that we've had the chart for that long, honestly. Yeah, I'm still waiting yeah. for my number one uh, yeah. for a poster for it, you know. So Just, I guess I'll be waiting. Yeah. Hang in there. Hang in there. That's going to be hard to get. So let's talk about hemology. And are we going to talk for an hour about the Ars Arcanum in this episode from The Lost Metal? <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah, that's going to be most of the episode, but it's really crazy, actually. And as soon as we read it, we're like, well, this is on the list of episodes. Like, we, we got this. Evgeny, why don't you recap us some hemallergy fundamentals? What's, what is hemallergy? Hemallergy is a magic system that Brendan once thought he was going to call sanguimancy. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, and that thankfully didn't happen. Oof. It's it kind of ruins magic systems, Scadrian magic system. Uh, but it's universal in the sense that anyone can do it anywhere. Uh, it just kind of requires intense intent. Intent to destroy, presumably. Ruinous intent. Presumably, yeah. Uh, and it allows you to steal attributes, traits, powers from other people's, to, to rip pieces from other people's souls. And with those pieces come benefits, uh, assuming you get the right piece. Presumably or, you can just like rip some Or some detriment potentially, depending on how you look at it. Uh. <laughs> sure. Uh, and, and then just graft that onto your own soul and, and reap the benefit. And uh, the donor usually, historically and traditionally, uh, kicks the bucket. But there appear to be some recent developments where that is not the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh, you use different metals to steal different things. And ATM... Uh, pure well, ATM. Pure, pure ATM. Pure <laughs> god metals. Pure <laughs> god metals uh, seem to be doing uh, especially special stuff. Must be refined. Must be refined. Indeed. Might steal destiny. Uh, maybe destiny. <laughs> maybe destiny. That's another metal. That's not ATM. That's true. Maybe destiny. Well, yeah, we'll 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 never get into go, that. That will go, never be explained. Go go back to that hemology episode where we just maybe destinies on there. There's there's actually two because we we split episodes rather than having three hour episodes, but now we don't do that. Um, we don't do that. No. But we, we give it we give it to Europe. So basically, like you can kill someone with a spike if you get it in the right spot and you can become 
an Allomancer. You can become a Ferrochemist. Uh, you can also uh, become a Coloss if you do the right things. Or, and then uh, Chondra are also Hemallergic Construct, which is weird. And Chondra Blessings are weird and unusual. Although you don't like create Chondra by like stabbing people and then putting... like You have to start with a baseline Mist Wraith, presumably. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can start with a baseline human. And No. Well, I do not believe you can. No, I don't think so. Species. But and also, th- there's a lot of weirdness with the blessings. I don't know how much we want to get into. Yeah, it. the bless. Yeah, we can talk about the blessings, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> they they have to be special spikes. We don't know how special they are. Yeah, like the Condor can't just get the right metals and yeah, stab people. Apparently, you, can, you they, can't get more much. of them for some. I don't the know. Lord Ruler, he knew. He knew how to do it. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> When is that going to come up? Who knows? But yeah, sure. I mean, honestly, I feel like it'd be more interesting if they could do it. And they're just like, well, like we could make more of ourselves, but it would be like a direct cost of killing pe- other people, you know, well, like that would be kind of an interesting moral conflict for them a little bit. But, uh, you know, you know, whatever. they get released later. So, you know, yeah, knows? and they're all dying now of like old age slash sadness. Well, you know, but anyway, I think another important thing to note about hemallergy is that the person who received a spike, there is usually a weakness that is created at that point where that allows forces to more easily access their soul or take control of them in many cases. And this effect is compounded by having additional spikes. So if you have one, maybe it's just that ruin can whisper in your ear or make you see something. But if you have 12, you're a puppet. So like that and like even your mind, like even like the way you think is can be nearly controlled. You have to kind of hide parts of your of what you're planning, like Marsh did when he was planning to work against Rowan. And that that hemallergic flaw reminds me a lot of like, oh, like the cracks in the soul with like surge binding and stuff. But certainly this is the the most dramatic use of a shard just directly like, yeah, no, you're you're mine now. Right. Like this, this is where we see it in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, full Cosmere spoilers, but especially oh, yeah. Mistborn spoilers. Certainly. Like heavy uh, Mistborn spoilers. And I would say in the case of the Spren, it seems to me like the Nahel Bond is like protective in that way. Sure. So it doesn't, it, in the same way that Ruin exploits like that sort of flaws, the cert, like the Spren Bond is helpful in preventing things like, like that. Like it fills in the cracks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think the metaphorically, like the metaphorically. way they... I, I think the Spren bond is more like it's less filling the gaps and more like melt melding of souls. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, which which has the side effect of like filling the cracks. Sure. Right. But yeah, like filling that. the cracks with like someone else's soul, essentially. Yep. I did want to address something. Sure. Before we even get into discussing the episode. Proper. Let's talk about Spren bonds, actually. <laughs> no, uh, no, not, not about Spren bonds. It's about hemology, actually. OK. Um, the idea of like essentially injecting your soul with like too much uh, uh, ruin. Well, so let's back up. Okay. Uh, you you uh, receive a lot of spikes, right? You you get to the level of like inquisitors and stuff, and that allows ruin to have like just complete access to your entire being, right? Complete mind control, uh, mind reading, things like that. Or, or at least influencing the mind. Yeah, yeah. That got me thinking. So, is that a product of well, there's now a lot of ruin in your soul, right? And I don't think that's the case. Yeah, no, no, because I don't think you've got a lot of. Well, 
after Ruin's power has has like metaphorically kind of like gone through this gap, you've got a lot of ruin in your soul, or you've got a lot of ruin in your soul because you've got a lot of spikes. The latter. I think, but it's oftentimes not really ruins power. You know, it's some preservation right, yes. that's yeah. stolen or something like yep. that. Yep. I don't you're, you're stealing other people's power. Well, uh, yeah. I bring it up because it got me thinking about cognitive shadows who are like made up entirely of of a specific type of investiture, mm-hmm. and, and like the way they change over time, and and they're like and they are influenced by the power so i thought maybe something similar is going on here in that someone is being changed because of like the composition of their soul is changed but no probably something else going on something i think it's just spiritual damage right i feel like this hemallergic flaw that is put into you could be done by something else that directly like harms spiritual aspects in some way right i feel like that's more what's happening right Mm -hmm. because one of the interesting things with hemallergy is it doesn't really seem like the spikes aren't like super highly invested so to speak right like you're you're doing brandon's called it like spiritual surgery right where you're like putting the thing in the right place it's not like they're absurdly powerful spikes it's just like not we're putting a, a bit of power in the right spot and that like makes the right pathway to let you do a thing kind of yeah and i think you can strengthen it by you know charging it repeatedly potentially i'm sure there's probably like some sort of like fall off to that but they're they in my mind are not like it's not like a spike is like it's charged as night blood you know what yeah, i mean oh, absolutely no. No, no, no. In fact, I think there is a there's a word of Brandon that talks about how invested spikes are. My and recollection was low. And, and they are pretty low. Um, certainly lower than like a full metal mind. Or like a shard blade, like, you know, obviously. Yeah. Like when you the fact that you can sometimes kind of pull on push on the spikes with Durlumen, for instance. Yeah. I mean you can do it with metal mines as well. But I view those as being probably not that dissimilar. Yeah, I don't think it's that dissimilar, uh, like on pure investiture level. Yeah, like with my shard blade being like a full class above in terms of how invested it would be in my mind. But I, I don't mean to get on a big tangent, but I don't think that you can like if you s- use a spike to spike out an ability. I don't think you can sp- spike out an ability with that same spike again. Yep, I think no. I'm pretty sure that. I feel like that's a thing that's been talked about. I would have really? to go and like, I, I, home through Hero of Ages, I but I'm pretty like sure. I feel like it's like, like the identity of it. Like you can't like that's a relatively. Well, maybe maybe now, but that's a relatively new problem with spikes. It's identity creating an issue, as we'll discuss. You yeah, know? Uh, like that no, was I, not. I think, I think that's different. I think this is a classic investiture interferes with investiture. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, type of thing. I okay. Well, I will. We can pop. We we'll, like we'll come back to this by find evidence. I will find it, but I believe that there is evidence that you can charge a spike multiple times. Yeah, like I, I don't know if that's the case. Like, because usually, definitely, we usually see spikes. Oh, the earring wax got is just like a very old spike that is just slightly charged now, right? Oh, and For sure. what, what, one thing to note, uh, spikes, if they're outside, like, decay, right? We'll, we'll talk about hemallergic decay. Don't worry. We, we have things to say. 
based off that Mozart piano. So let's talk about the first really crazy thing that we got with hemallergy in the Lost Metal. And so this is Lost Metal Chapter 47, where Marasi and the Ghostbloods, they're infiltrating. And we see an experiment that Entrone is doing. Uh, and they they are able to partially charge a spike. 5% invested. <laughs> we'll I talk about that. Uh, put a bit on that. Put a, I'll, I'll put a spike in that, actually. Uh, <laughs> a really thin spike. And it takes the latent, like, ruin and preservation and, like, charges it just a little bit. And they apparently can reuse that spike to theoretically use it to make an Alamancer or something. So one point I will make at this point is if we're reusing the spike repeatedly, that is the same thing as recharging a spike with multiple ability, like you using a spike again and charging it repeatedly off of someone. You know what I mean? Like if you're using this pin size spike and you're running it through 20 people to get it as charged as a full spike. Is that not the same thing? That That is true with the key difference that the spike itself is not stealing a specific ability. It seemed to be just like skimming off the top and like grabbing investiture. And it, was, and it seemed like it was preservation specifically if we went yes. through the passage. But uh, yes, I, that's true. I do yes. have one quick point because I did find what I was looking for. Oh, perfect. About, perfect. Uh, you can interpret this how you want to. Okay. Uh, but this is from Hero of Ages, chapter 42, epigraphs. Ooh. Uh, they're talking about the Kolos and the Lord Ruler's miscalculation about how he thought they would rapidly go extinct, but they started reusing their spikes. Sure. Uh, and he says, they then no longer acquired a fresh supply of spikes. I often wonder what effect the constant reuse of spikes had in their population. A spike can only hold so much of a hemallergic charge, so they could not create spikes that granted infinite strength, no matter how many people those spikes killed and drew power from. Oh, okay, okay. That's all right. That that's that's a all right. Yeah, you know, I I that that that's absolutely the plain reading of that. There, that yeah, there's been so drop. many like little minute details that say yeah. they dropped it about hemology in the book that sometimes yes. it's hard to remember all of them. Well, it's also for us, it's been a bit since we uh, you know, did <laughs> yeah. that. So the Hero of Ages epigraphs are really like top tier spice, you know? Yeah. Like that's some good stuff. Let's talk about Vin attuning to the well. How about that? I, <laughs> like, I let's not talk about that. That, ever, that was, I'm not a skip a header in a book, but that was the only thing I was doing. And I was having to stop myself. So I kept skipping ahead to see what the next epigraph was. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to see something you don't want to see. Stop doing this. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's really interesting. Uh, that That does make me wonder if like, you can only do it with that latent preservation. Because just to recap, there are spikes that steal alimantic and ferrochemical abilities. And then there's spikes that steal like attributes, like physical strength. And that's what helps make the coloss. They're taking mm -hmm. that preservation. And because you're like using that preservation, that like really warps your body. Uh, getting spikes like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those seem to be the primary spikes that they use to do horrific like spiritual surgery stuff yes. like the other spikes like you know the power spikes twist your body in some ways like getting a spike through your eye changes your brain you know but like i from my understanding i don't think you're creating like 
a hemoallergic chimera with an iron pushing spike. No, no, no. You know, like I wonder if like it's just those spikes you can spike more power out of to like fill more of just because you're taking that part of preservation or like would identity like prevent you from just doing that all the time? Whereas maybe specific abilities you can't really do that necessarily but, okay here here's my argument is that identity is like you know we i think you know at least in our model of it that we've constructed which may or may not bear any resemblance to what brandon has in mind if he's even given it this much thought well that's the caveat but like is that it's like an attribute that exists like everywhere in your soul like it's not it's not discrete. Like it's not your identity. It's an organ that exists here. Like if you pull, if you pull off my spiritual arm, it's still got my identity. And so do I. Right. And so if you are stealing an organ, which is AKA, you know, your steel, uh, you know, steel site and steel pushing, it's got your identity. But if you're just stealing mass investiture out of me, like a human attribute, that's still got my identity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're charging it off multiple, if you're that, those two things do not, those, if, you can recharge a spike with the human attribute many times and it does not present an identity challenge. I don't see why the power would because it's just a yeah, power. Maybe it would only work if you stole the exact same power. Because like yeah, I do oh, think, yeah. No, like, it, no you yeah. can't like make a spike that gives you at least. Yeah, a, like that would definitely current interfere. knowledge like tin and computer. Like you don't have to be two spikes. <laughs> the, and the, the, the same way you can't make a spike that steals like strength and emotional fortitude. Yeah, yeah, you have to choose. And I think, God, that's just so interesting. Like, maybe it's just hard to get, like, two Seekers to kill. But, like, I feel like the Inquisitors in the Final Empire time would be like, hey, we got these two Seekers. Let's just let's just double up on the spike. But maybe it, it's also but, possible that, like, stealing an ability just, like, 100% it, right? And then, like, it, as it decays, maybe you could charge it a little more. Like, there, there's a lot or of Or there, there are diminishing returns, yeah, like yeah. why Probably. with with many abilities, it feels more beneficial that you would have two people that have you know a reasonable strength in a certain ability than one person who is like extra strong in that one oh, ability. Sorry, there was some extra context there. If you were spiking it into someone who wasn't a spe- uh, seeker, you might want double seeking to like be able to have them pierce copper cloud. So that's the one situation where that could be useful potentially. I could see them maybe doing that, but in my mind, like the spikes were such in such limited supply and they were already recruiting mm. seekers primarily. Sure. that I feel like the few who didn't have it, they were really like, Oh, we're better off, you know, just ha- like not every scum misting is going to have a copper cloud anyway. So sure. like there's still, there's still value to having regular seeking abilities as an inquisitor, sure, even sure. if you're not able to do that awesome trick. Like that could be a more, and maybe, and maybe the upper inquisitors are like, nah, you know, like that's my, that's my thing. Like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Not gonna, it's an authority thing or like a rank thing. Anyway, this is a fun path that we went down that I yeah. didn't expect we'd go down about like doing that. But, but that does somewhat indicate, I think that like wax's earring spike could be recharged in some manner, potentially mm-hmm. like that, that is possible. I Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I don't think that specific one has been. No, I don't. Yes. I definitely do not think it has. But yeah, yeah I, I'm just saying like that's theoretically possible, which before this conversation, I definitely thought was not true. So good catch on that epigraph. Nice. But you are right. In this chapter 47 section, they are just like, yeah, fully investing. 
just takes between 20 and 30 people and they don't really note any issue with that. Maybe the specific methodology of where they're spiking it helps to avoid if there are any identity issues, potentially, I, I don't know, or maybe it's just a non-issue. It could be a non-issue. That's fine. So it's just interesting. It definitely is. This it's very interesting because they're stealing this extra bit of preservation. The, the percentage you get depends on the person. We think it might have to do with how likely they were genetically to be metalborn, but they don't need that extra if the powers didn't manifest in them. It's vestigial. So that so mm-hmm. to me that is that is the thing that the myths were encouraging when they were myth snapping. Yes. Like that's the piece that they were pushing upward into full yeah, yeah yes. into full like yes. mythbornhood. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and just to remind everyone, ruin and preservation created Scadriel and all of its people. Uh, and they started off as an equal split between ruin and preservation, and then preservation added a little bit more um, of himself. So there's more preservation than ruin in each person. They gave um, sapience slash, well, Brandon yeah. uses sentience, but I think he meant sapience, but you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and I would say that removing the, like, even though like we, we know that the traditional spiking was like scarring enough that like it really killed you and your soul was heavily damaged. I don't think that like that little bit of extra preservation that maybe becomes a misting or make that maybe makes me misty or maybe does it. I still think there's more left of them that there's more preservation in them than ruin, even after the spike has been absolutely removed, in my yeah, opinion. For sure. I don't think I think there'd be consequences if they had lost that bit. If it since yeah. it was so explicit that there needed to be more yeah. preservation for and, that. And bit. it's probably well, it's definitely less of a reduction than like what we see with the drabs. Yeah, I was yeah, just thinking that. Yeah. yeah, or or maybe like comparable, but you know, like definitely not like Brandon has talked in the past about you know there's so many ways in the Cosmere to to like kind of save people that like okay somebody gets spiked and you through some extraordinary method like do physically keep them alive how would they be and he like his answer has always been like you know kind of like just stunted just really like so bad. damaged <laughs> and and so I don't think that we're seeing anything like that with these people you know like they're just they're in pretty good shape even though it's yeah. been traumatic I I don't know if we need to you know take the set at their word like it's definitely yeah, possible certainly. that there that there are effects that uh they're like they're fine it's like okay maybe not <laughs> but well, you know and like if you like listen to this like when they're talking about indeed they're talking about this process that edwarn was on to about making the spike and they say indeed we refined it the process involves a very thin spike my lord mayor and all the right mindset mindset yeah. he asked you need to know what you're doing and why they're going to explain it helps to whisper a command as you work Though we find it isn't strictly necessary. Trauma on the part of the subject is helpful as well. Like this is <laughs> this is not like an ethical thing that's happening here. No, no, absolutely thing, not. That is very much just like mm. well, that, okay. There's can we just talk about that thing that you just read? Because that's super yeah. interesting. One, the trauma aspect reminds me how ruin can talk to like mentally unstable people. Right. Like that is just inherently easier for Ruin to do. I don't know if that's directly related here, but it, it's at least a somewhat interesting parallel, I think. Um, like Vin's mom didn't have a spike. Right. Remember? Yeah, she did not. Or like uh, the guy who tried to spike a lend in Phaedric City. Yeah. yeah. Or so like that's not required. Um, so mm-hmm. that trauma aspect is interesting. Obviously, the 
the mindset, that's just intent stuff. That's intent. Right. And so with heme allergy, you can't just randomly spike someone. They have to be thinking in the right way. And it's so interesting that they're whispering a command. So you can have the right mindset and you don't need the command, but the command can be helpful to like, I guess, get you into the right mindset. That's kind of how uh, this which reads. Which makes sense. Yeah, so, I you know, think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I found the thing that I was looking for. Okay. Uh, ironically, from our previous interview Fantastic. With, uh, with Brandon, oh, we have a question from you, Eric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, this checks out that I don't remember the specifics. <laughs> the, this really does check out. Uh, you. We don't need to read the whole thing, uh, although maybe it's useful. Uh, but you ask about intent and command because sure. that was soon after don't shard. Yeah. Right? And uh, the bit that I was looking for is... Um, how Brandon explains, well, the intent is larger and more complicated and the command is kind of clunky uh, sometimes, but uh, the magic can grasp the intent, not just the command, depending on the magic system and how good you are and things like that. The words are there to focus the intent. Okay, sure. And, uh, and so what we are seeing here in the Lost Metal sure. is, yes, if you can get, like, if you can have the right mindset, you don't need a command. You, you just do the thing, right? Sure. I think that's uh, exactly right. Yes. I think the same the same way uh, ninth heightening allows uh, a commandless awakening, right? You have so much investiture, you can you have a complex and a framework that you can sure. just awaken without a command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if exactly. you cannot get there, then the command is a it's a crutch. Yeah, it's it's honestly interesting how we think about awakening as being like this big command, like. You know, my system when it actually has like some of the most limited commands for you have to keep like you know you like you are required to speak it for so long, whereas in other places you might not need. To. And it has to be in your native tongue, or yeah. at least yeah. usually has to be like. Mm -hmm. But also like but, the yeah the commands only one part of it. Like you have the really complex visualization, not not just the words mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's oh yeah, very interesting. Yeah, but I definitely think that. I'm curious what command they're whispering to themselves yes. here, like specifically. But I think it's definitely the thing that probably people who just have a little bit more trouble visualizing what they want and knowing what they want need it when they're first learning <laughs> it's how to just do it. Kill him, kill him, kill him <laughs> to get you in that room. And it's, it's like, so... it's like get, that, get that little bit of preservation. Like, <laughs> get it, get it. Yeah. Oh, that's it's so, so they, interesting. So they are so they're taking what is essentially a big needle, right? That's uh -huh. how we were imagining this, uh -huh. and they're just driving that through a number of people and like getting a little bit of investiture it's it's not a specific power is just they're just investing that a little bit right? oh right yeah okay and then eventually you end up with enough power that presumably when you i was going to say impale but that's not exactly the right word when you when you stab someone with that needle spike in the right place, this additional investment kind of molds itself to the soul and gives you a power or like enhances a piece of... How do you think that works? Uh, well, so it, you just saying that reminded me that like it, it's not just the power, right? Like that's what they're talking about later where Entron's like, hey, can you make Alamancers? No, we think we need to code this in some way to give a specific metallic art blessing. So in mm -hmm. other words, what this means is that this spike, even when it's fully charged, 
is just like blank. It's it's blank. I, I yeah. wanted to say pure, but you know, the pure no, might yeah, be a dangerous thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but no, you're totally right, Eric. I agree. So, like, it, in other words, you can't just take a spike, put it in the right bind point, and have that grant the ability. The spike needs to be invested in the specific way, right? That and makes, so, yeah. I think that's the coding that they're talking about to like yep. color the spike to yep. like be, hey, this is alimantic bronze or whatever right yeah i think about it as being like unstructured at this point mm-hmm. and then yep. they you know they yep. they do something to it in that way i do think though it's there's a brief mention it's kind of interesting that sometimes when they spike somebody with it they do briefly get a power and i wonder if it has something to do with like okay you know you pass you put the spike through 30 people and it so happened that like half of them would have been steel pushers had they been yep. you know see there, it's got like a little bit of maybe like a lean but it's not enough to like really snap into focus as one power it's just kind of oh, I, that's I totally that's exactly that. how i yeah it, it's literally the next sentence oh <laughs> um oh, it, it's, 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 li- <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the yeah. next sentence we think, we think the passages we, give a lot of information that we so come to independently. yeah we we think we think we need to code this in some way <laughs> To give a specific medallion guard blessing, we're working on that. We've had some few gain a power for a short time using one of these spikes, but it gives out soon after. Right? Look, I've um, highlighted the important parts and like the the non-highlighted parts. No recollection. Um, but so I, I think this is exactly what's going on here, right? Some people, like people on Scadrial, debatable whether that is universal in the Cosmere, but people on Scadrial have tendency or some of them have tendency towards one like expression of the metallic arts or other right some might be coin shots some might be tin eyes and so it it may be that by investing them a little bit more you were doing something similar to what the mists were doing yeah although the mists were obviously knew exactly how to code the ability so to speak right Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's weird let's talk about that a little bit because i'm curious sure so the mists weren't investing people no they were they were they were oh they were actually okay so it's exactly the same thing yeah they're boosting it it, it, there's things that the mists were actually boosting people Mm -hmm. yeah okay cool yeah that then exactly the same thing right you you have this latent potential to be a coin shot you just need a little bit of extra juice for that wow. to like get you over the the threshold yes mm-hmm. yeah and one thing that i a minor detail that i was curious about was uh when they're talking about trauma on the part of the subject being helpful yeah it is to me reminiscent of the trauma of snapping which a we don't know yes yes thing, but and then but then there's also the side of it where we're like okay Potentially, this is happening with ferrochemical abilities as well, and that's not necessarily correlated well, with trauma. Uh, okay, so the snapping aspect is really interesting, right? Because if anything, I would say that would matter in the recipient of the final spike and not who you're spiking that bit of investiture out of, right? Oh, I didn't think about um, it that way, but... Well, because hmm. I could... Because that's the person gaining the ability, right? So I, I would have assumed that but you you are right snapping definitely has that trauma component for sure so i i think you can make the argument either way i think you can make the argument of oh if i am one of these set scientists 
and I am trying to get investiture out of someone. Maybe it's easier if that someone is traumatized at the moment and their soul is like damaged. Maybe not cracked, but like a little bit unstable at the sure. moment. Yeah, okay, sure. Ooh, that's interesting. And uh, the way I was thinking about it more is even before you're before you've snapped, like something changes in your soul. You know what I mean? Like be- like before you can't do something and afterwards you can. And yeah. after you're traumatized like you're in some way reform like reformed a little bit. Like you got to like I don't know if you grow, but something changes there. And so I could see like maybe something similar happens with these people even though the fact is that they didn't become mistings they've still experienced some sort of trauma and in that way there's a little more there or something else has changed but <sighs> the weird thing is that uh CZ changed snapping and we have no details and so in era yeah. two Thanks, it's like Brandon. Yeah. no Thanks, details Brandon. yeah the colossus I mean, true who knows presumably it's somehow less traumatic because that checks yeah out yeah with... that's what yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i feel like that's probably what it is it's just that you don't need to beat your child but like you know maybe it's like oh i like i fell off my bike and it was like a big moment for me and then you know yeah that's enough or something like that but yeah, but like how mechanically knows? does that work though like what if like oh, that, no that, that's that's the, that's the thing maybe right? maybe just like lowering the threshold for like the kind the the magnitude of the experience right because we also have uh, either a word of brandon or an annotation that like happy emotions can also snap True. a person. They're just very uh, much less likely, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's about like your, like every, presumably every experience that you have has an impact on your soul in, in some capacity. Uh, it might be very minor, uh, but like the soul is a part of you. It's experiencing things alongside you. And so very dramatic experiences in either end of the spectrum can have a larger impact on your soul. And if you have kind of the predisposition to be a certain kind of missing, say a coin shot, and something happens to like shake your soul in into place or like shift things around or whatever. Um and that enables that ability, maybe all says it did was just like make it so you don't need that big of an experience. I'm so tempted to continue down this rabbit hole, but um, it's still a snapping episode. We might need to go. I know. I was like, I've got further thoughts about maybe Harmony didn't do this intentionally. Maybe it's changing. We know things change without. Yeah, that, well, okay. From this book, that that can but, be relevant after yeah. the R's Arcanum for sure. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll circle back to that a little later. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm happy to let it rest for a minute. It's very interesting how shy says it's less the hemolurgy that's super important here like the the hemolurgy and the souls is important but like what shy is interested in is just like hey maybe we don't need souls at all we just got use this power we maybe we could make the uh an alamancer out of that and they they do have purified door granted uh Seems like that's hard to get, so maybe the the these sort of partial spikes could still be useful later. Okay. Here's a question: Is I guess you got it's purified door, so I guess you could probably do it. In my mind, like you, if, if like 
you couldn't if you like charged a spike with like devotions investor i'm like i'm not sure you could draw like on preservation's power with alamancy like that you know but if you're making yeah, it, it need to be purified pure I investiture, yeah. you probably i i think you can uh, yeah i think you can do it with pure um yeah I, like either preservations or pure right yeah and maybe if it's pure you have to like apply an additional level of uh what do they call it coding yeah our intent <laughs> It feels like the coding's the important part, and maybe you just need the, the right coding to uh that that's how you purify things, maybe. Uh, so maybe maybe no, I I I think you might be onto something here when you say that it's it might be just the right coding. It may be that purified door is like uh like uh oh negative blood type. It's like it's a I think it's all negative. It's universal donor, donor right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you are if you are trying to make an Alamancer with preservations investiture, that's just compatible. They are the same sure. blood type. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to make it with purified door, it's they're compatible because purified door doesn't care where yeah, it's probably. like no shard is going to reject that, right? No soul is going to reject that. But if you're trying to make it with stormlight or whatever, yeah they are they're they're butting heads yeah yeah mm-hmm. i don't think that'd work uh but yeah well, like you think about how yeah. stormlight like behaves differently than that sort of investor too like it is just yeah it's just different how do you purify the door open question but may- open maybe question. it's theoretically possible like Bleach. with such th- these spikes you could purify the spikes and like stab it into someone else on some other planet to give some other ability like i feel like that should yeah. be possible theoretically somehow so like steal preservation off of scadrians mm-hmm. scrub the preservation barcodes sure off of the thing code that to give you something sand else. mastery sand mastery is probably one that uh, would probably be the most compatible with this yeah because like you couldn't do yeah. like hmm. a Lantrian very easily, I feel like. Because you would just be at a Lantrian with no power source. Yeah, yeah, for, that would that would not except be. For, also, it still works sometimes if you're on another planet entirely. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah, separate uh, conversation. But like, but like, Sand Mastery is one of those where it's like it, there is a genetic component, right? So like that, that's a good example, probably, probably, yeah. Although, I, then, I can see I, that. You get a Bayon, Eric, who has no known Sandmaster ancestors. Look, well, there's some latent autonomy deep down, and you just need the right thing to snap them, just like the mist or something. Look, That's not that mysterious. Okay. I don't know if it's genetic or if there's like an inf- a virus, a Sandmastery virus, but that's. No, okay, okay, we don't need to get <laughs> Look at the RYT omnibus episode. Like that, that's. There's that's some true. weird stuff. But like, I feel like theoretically that should be possible. Yeah, yeah, I, I do it, like that. Here's my question: Is like, you know, we've got this potentially ethical way to make spikes now. Yeah. If you've got pure investor that you've taken from the door, nobody cares about the door. Sorry, devotion dominion. You know, <laughs> no, you can, you can manufacture infinite spikes out of this. Essentially, if you can, if you can code it, and that you've solved that problem, how is that not OP? How will that not? you know, kind of get out of hand really easily, you know, because I feel like some of the things that Brandon is doing in this book is him trying to like tamp down the OPness of hemology where he's saying like, oh, you can only have so many spikes and you can only do this where he's trying to prevent people from just like making a misborn really easily oh, or a compounder really easily. So that those are interesting points. I feel like 
what that means is maybe in era three or maybe even later. I don't know. You could just shop for an ability, yep. but you can only get like one or two. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. And so certainly with like the compounding that does tamp down the power level, but basically there would just be a lot more mistings. I feel like yep. I, th I think that's the consequence that you have a lot more mistings or a lot more uh, fair chemists and things. Which seems fine. You that, know, that, seems fine. I, that doesn't seem yeah. horrible. I, yeah. I see this as comparable to like the advancement of technology. Right. Mm -hmm. Like a standard thing raise for yeah. everyone. Era, era one is, you know, you have a few people who are ridiculously rich and those are the mistborn or the royalty. And you have a relatively small number of people who are moderately rich. That's the mistings. And then everyone else off to prison. And then over time, there is it. it Chris calls it uh, commodification yep. of the metallic arts, mm -hmm. which I think is a great term here. Uh, you are you you have eaten the rich. There are no more super rich, but there are a lot more people with like a lot more. I think this metaphor get away from me for a moment. Yeah, but it's I like having having like a smartphone or something. Maybe yeah, smartphone yeah. is a little too common, but you it know, could be very as if it gets easier like it could yeah. just be like having it's an expensive having thing like but reasonable a high-end car or like having a layout you know your own place something yeah. like that mm -hmm. but the the other side of it for me too is he's also introduced the medallions and so why are like you know mm. what's what's going to be the benefit of one of these things over the other at the end of the yeah, day because the medallions have restrictions too <laughs> And they also have a few powers. For I the don't most part. quite know how these things are going to be connected, but like it's clear that that definitely seems like exactly what Kelsier wants to do, right? He 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 wants to figure this out. Like I yes, think sure. the Lost Metal epilogue makes that clear. I I don't know if it's going to get super commodified in era three. Like I think we need some steps, but this just makes me think of cyberpunk era where it's just like oh no like like cyberpunk Ooh. era has the whole like body Ooh. modification yep. Yep. Uh, aspect yep. 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 and yep. like yep. spikes are literally that and like granting ability like it, it just it the concept just writes itself and you could have like people be like i don't want to adjust my soul i'm just going to use this medallion instead like it just it just all writes itself Dan can write the cause your sorry or something would you i that is the lowest priority series that I can possibly imagine. Oh, I'm wow. so excited. Oh, that, my God. I, I don't no. know. The more like, I think about it, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Trilogy? Would you rather have an three more Mistborn books or a trilogy on another yeah, okay, planet? Okay, okay. Like, You're not wrong, but like, I get, I'm get, i getting more excited about it just uh, hearing about these ideas, you know? I do think that uh, maybe not a significant, but like one of the plot lines of Era 3 is going to be kind of the, the advancement and development of these you know universal spike or partial spikes or whatever oh, you want to yeah, call totally. it yeah totally yeah as soon as kelsier gets this info he's like all right cool let's 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 get on that that's a good idea <laughs> to the factory to the factory I, I wonder because moonlight has the book like how long that's gonna be for him to get that you know because oh, it seems like that's a good point it might Does not she be have the book she yeah i thought so Marisy. did she i thought she had it because she was like, oh, I'm going to use my reversal stamp on this, obviously. Like, why would she give it to Marisy if she was going to use it? You know, I would have to reread that plot line. Yeah. Uh, but OK, yeah. Mo Moonlight might still have it. Mm -hmm. That's why Kelsey has got to track her down, I guess. Yeah, that and she's the best. 
Well, and that she's the best and we need to see her again after Brandon did this to us. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. But like, oh, also, I mean, the line after Moonlight talking about like making these spikes, uh, Marasi's like, even the process of making medallions among the Maoish required Metalborn. So like yeah. if you had, for example, the Southerners would love this, right? Like that would be ridiculously powerful for the Southerners because they... Yep. They have very advanced stuff like, yeah, sure. Give me 10 spikes. I'll do all sorts of crazy oh, things. Yeah. And with the metal right? are a bottleneck for their process yeah. as well. So That's a good like, they're always going to be valuable. So, they, 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 might be, they might be fine with like, even, even if they can only get temporary powers, that might that be might enough, be enough yeah. to allow them to manufacture medallions. That's, ac- That's actually a really interesting point. Yeah. But I feel like their real goal is like, hey, I don't care if it's expensive, but yeah, just give me give me a bunch of these, right? And then we will be a super powerhouse. More yeah, than well, we already I mean, are. It's interesting when you think about it, like in some ways it's already like the metal arts have already been commodified because everyone in the South has a medallion so they can live. Like every day. They are already doing that. No, not it's not they're not as common, but are they not? Is that the only way they survived? Was that they got the heat medallions? Uh I don't think they need the. Hmm. Oh, I think they do. They do, though. Yes, that's what Kelsey brought to them. That's a technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the climate hasn't changed since then. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think realistically, I think it's getting more battalions than just that one, right? Like maybe that one is extremely common, but it's getting yeah, the other like, ones. Because right? they do have the fire mothers and the fire fathers. Yeah. So maybe like that's a, a special thing. But yeah, okay, sure, sure. So I, I, I see the tier as like, okay, getting these spikes for these abilities, they're probably so high in demand that that would be really expensive and valuable. Yeah. But like medallions, as those spikes spread around and knowledge of that spreads around, the medallions probably would get very cheap, right? And like it would probably yeah. take a while for those sorts of spikes to just be like, oh yeah, I can just buy one and get one, and then I'm, now I'm a now I'm a coin shop. Like mm-hmm. that would Whereas probably be a medallion great. would be a lot more accessible. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, once they figure out the coding part, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. You have still, to figure out that part. Open question. Yeah. Which and that's probably that's still an open the, question, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I do have one more question about uh, these universal slash partial spikes or whatever. Sure. We have like I, I think we've we've mentioned ferrochemy briefly, but we yes. haven't really talked about oh, the possibility yes. of gaining ferrochemy with these spikes. Because mm-hmm. they're always saying metal born in this. They're yes. talking about making metal born. Yes. Except in one place. Okay. Well, and Tron uh, wants to make alamancers. <laughs> he's like, I need alamancers. I don't care where, about where, where, yeah, he, he's like he's specifically uh talking about alamancers. So I don't like it's I think it's fully possible that this is their entire objective is that they're focusing on Alamancers. I don't see why they would limit themselves to just that, but it's possible that the set's current experiments are well. Yeah, it's, it's possible that their their current experiments are are specifically Alamantic in nature. Yeah, well, because in my head, this is kind of my question is would so like, let's say they're trying to get fair chemical powers in this process. Do you need exclusively terrorist people to do that? Yeah. Or is it, uh, you know, we've got Vendel theorizing that, you know, there's there were so few people that everybody's a little bit terrorist. So is there enough that oh. it's just that you could get for like Farukmi from there? Or do you have to be, if you're harvesting, like do you have to be harvesting discreetly from people who 
I mean, it's not, it's kind of a gross question, but like, you know, how does that work? Cause Furukami isn't the same as Alamancy. Yeah. So I feel this is more the problem on the coding side rather than the investing the spike side. Yes. Like, and admittedly, no way of knowing how that works in any way. Right. But ultimately powers power Parakemi is weird because it's like that balance between ruin and preservation. Dude, and these are just that's stealing my thing. preservation. Yeah. This is stealing exclusively preservation the way this is being discussed. So and, if this is actually Alamancy, a magic. And Allomancy is it's preservation's art, right? Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that you can like juice up someone with preservation and unlock their preservation magic. That, that's that's true. That's all that's true. Uh, I, I guess I just think that uh, maybe there's probably some deep logic that Brandon absolutely hasn't figured out uh, oh, yeah. that uh, in the bind points that there's these spiritual things going on. And like, as long as you have that spike charged with the Farrakemi, like that, like creates the right the the fills the right thing in the spirit web so that now you're a ferrochemist i i don't see why it would be impossible to code a spike to do that as long as you put it in the right place like i feel like that's not that different because but i guess you, what you're saying is when you kill the ferrochemist with uh that spike you're getting mm-hmm. both the preservation and ruin, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you need to be stealing the piece of someone that would have been a Farukamist yeah. if they were yeah. had been yeah. strong enough. That's yeah. really what it, you're getting yeah. at at the end of the day. It, and to, and some people might have both. Like I don't even know because you know some people might have been a twin born, but they were both too weak. You know, I don't. But is it a discrete thing you're taking? Do you have to visualize one over the other instead when you're putting the spike? That's through? interesting. Yeah, th- th- there's definitely some interesting thoughts like. Yeah, I, I, well, actually, what I'm what I'm wondering is, you have the spike; it's preservation stuff. Maybe if your res- final recipient doesn't have enough ruin, then it just doesn't work. Maybe, like, even if you code it right, maybe. But like, maybe another person might have enough ruin that you could make that investiture work mm-hmm. out. But I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Th- there's room like for that. To so generally, apply like such a consistent like effect regardless who receive whoever received them. But, well, but again, like the the other spikes are you're you're killing a full fair chemist, right? Whereas mm-hmm. these other universal spikes are not. I, I I think spiritual genetics is is the key here, uh, because ferrochemy is genetic a yes. lot more than alamancy is. I don't know if I'd say a lot more necessarily. Yeah. I'd say it's the same sort of thing. Similarly, yeah. I don't think it's different in that regard. Okay. Although, I mean, you could make an argument that, like, you know. I guess it did. Well, no, it's probably pretty similar because I was like, Tindwall had a lot of Ferrochemist children, but then so did Straff. Had a lot of Amancer children. It yeah. just, yeah. they had a lot of children generally, yeah, yeah. both of them. I, so. I yeah, no, similar. okay. I can, yeah, okay. It is genetic. Yeah. And spiritually genetic. So not just pure chromosomes yeah, and things. Yeah. Whatever, for whatever yeah. that's worth. Whatever that means. You can I be identical spirit, twins. Spirit. Spirit webby genetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it feels it feels like you can't just let's a can of worms. So hemolurgy at the end of the day, I feel like, is like at its very core, is manipulation of someone's spiritual aspect. Sure. 
forget about spikes, forget about attributes or whatever. Sure. You are performing spiritual surgery. That is not too dissimilar from what we have been calling in the past direct shardic intervention. A shard can just reach and do things into your soul. Asterisks, sure. yeah. terms okay. and conditions apply. Sure, sure, sure. And so in that context, presumably a shard can make someone into a ferrochemist. Yeah, I, I'd seen. I mean, yeah, that, that would happen. A shard made spook into a mistborn. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's and so, however, that person, absolutely. Presumably, theoretically speaking, hemallergy can do the same. I think I think hemallergy, like the, the reason people in the Cosmere are freaking out over hemallergy is one, you are killing people, but two, you can do whatever you want with it if you have the right mm-hmm. knowledge. The right knowledge and the right spikes, yep. And so presumably hemallergy can do the same things that a shard can, albeit on a much lower power scale. So theoretically, you can make a ferrochemist out of that. I don't know how you would do that. Because like all of all of this thing that I've just said is theoretical, right? Practically speaking, like I don't I don't think just stealing power from from or even if you're not stealing it, if you're just like pouring a bunch of purified door into sure, your spike. Sure. I don't think just like investiture that is shaped the right way. Like you'd have to shape that investiture in the shape of like the the spiritual gene that grants ferrochemy. Yeah, yeah, I think spiritual gene is probably like the right way to think about it at the yes. end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's it, the coding. Expressed strongly or expressed weakly, you know. Yes, yes. For, yes. for yes. some reason, that feels more complicated to me than the alimentic equivalent, and and I don't know why. I I, I think it might be. I think it might be because. When we are when we are building allomancers with this, when we're building a mistings with this, so the way I think of it is, you are you are unlocking something that is already there. People already had the potential to be a coin shot or a tin eye, and you are nurturing that potential into uh, into into manifesting. I don't know snapping, if that's the snapping. Say that again. Are you talking about in snapping when you're saying that when you're nurturing? Uh, I was talking about the spikes, but we established that they do the same thing. Oh well, uh, uh, universal spikes. That is, I don't think ferrochemy works that way. Like I think ferrochemy is you either have it and you're a ferrochemist, or you don't. I mean that's true for I, sure. Because because there's no snapping in that's there. True. It's you are either born with the magic or you're not. I, I don't think I'm quite following. What, I'm what totally losing that. the thread. Like, obviously, you yeah. can grant fair chemi. So, like, that, that I don't see the problem. Like, we yeah, know we, guess, you can I grant guess, fair You're just chemi. saying that there's, that there's, I guess you're just saying that there's no, there's no in between for being a Farukumist or not. Like, you, but and, I think and, there are and, stronger and weaker Farukumists, though, are there not? Like, yeah, like it'd least, be an efficiency thing, right? Of like, yeah. Yeah. Just in the same way that when the Inquisitors got their, their spikes that were, that had degraded. They were less efficient. Sure. I feel like the thing, Evgeny, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the thing that is confusing to you is that with Allomancy, you sort of see how the mechanism of how the spike is granting the additional power and that feels like snapping. And so like it feels like you have a better idea of how the spike is actually manipulating the spirit web. 
Whereas yes. with Farrakemi, you're like, I don't know the mechanism, but like we know it works. So, that right. Is, yeah. With, with Farrakemi, it feels like you have, like with Farrakemi, it feels like you have to steal someone's gene and, and, or let's not talk about genes. Let's talk about organs. You have to steal someone's ferrochemical organ yeah. and graft it onto someone else yes. because that someone else didn't have that organ at all. With sure. allomancy, with allomancy, everyone had, or maybe not everyone, but like some people have like a, a tiny vestigial misting organ. And what you are doing is you are growing that into a full power granting organ. I just don't see any evidence that there isn't a vest potential vestigial ferrochemical organ that yeah. you just don't see expressed. Like, I don't understand why that can't be. Yeah, I think, uh, I I think there it, would be. It can. I, I think it can. And, and that might be like the explanation that I, that I like, there's just no evidence for its existence in the same way that there's sure. no evidence sure. against its existence. Yeah. I guess I also don't see spiking as being that analogous to snapping. So maybe that's one of the reasons I'm not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. following. I admit I'm more interested in can you use these universal spikes with pure with like preservation power if that is sufficient to do this manipulation to make ferrochemists in a way right like do you need some preservation and ruin to make that work yeah like that's, that that's that's, that's I'm where probably. I'm getting to like I like we 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 can grant the ferrochemy uh, for me I think there's a possibility that you can use these spikes to make allomancers, but maybe they'll find that the ferrochemy doesn't quite work with just preservation and you might need purified door to invest a spike and that could work because that, you know, can... That, oh, that would sub in for the missing... Ruin, potentially, ruin, maybe. Potentially, yeah. But like, maybe, maybe you yeah. could use a spike to get some ruin out of someone. Like, there I, is I ruin in no people. no reason why you can't. Like, oh yeah, it's it's probably just a matter of intent. Yeah. So, yeah. although just that's... get your get your purified ATM spike, think the right thought. Well, but it's it's just interesting because they're grabbing the vestigial preservation for that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, can you break off that ruin off of a soul, or would that be too damaging? Like, there, there's a lot of questions. I, there's a lot of hand waving that can be. I done could here. see the vestigial preservation being a simplification in that it's almost at all times we are stealing that. Yeah, but except in the case if we have me selling a ferrochemical, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. We'll see if Brandon digs into that or if that's just something where he'll be like, and it works. You can't, it, it works. You, you can do it. it. Yeah. You just need to code it in the right way. Yeah, it works. This is, yeah, I feel like with mixed magics, occasionally he forgets about one of the mix, the people that are in the mix. You're just like, oh, okay, well, I, I know, I know people were like super excited for, you know, the kinetic energy from Stormlight and like the the really sciency like aspects of the Cosmere, but like this, this is what I am excited about. But like that, this is right there, yeah. The the not the science that makes the magic work, but I was gonna say the magic that makes the science work because I thought that would sound cool, but it doesn't actually actually no, make sense. Not at all. <laughs> sometimes uh, but, you but just like, say things i'm like cool evgeny <laughs> that's uh yes um but but like the like the the magical science like the the underpinnings of the cosmere like this is this yeah, is what's yeah, exciting yeah, yeah. for me yeah should we talk about the arzacanum yep and get into get into my contention about yeah. brandon 
not being correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jess isn't here, but I'll at least try and uh, say her commentary. Oh, no, that's fair. That's fair. You can even pre-buttle me. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just scanning the uh, this this passage. So, just uh, let, maybe let's talk about some just highlights of things this uh, Lost Metal Ars Arcanum says, if it's been a bit since you've read the, the mm-hmm. thing. I think the craziest thing is you can't make Inquisitors anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like you, ju- you just straight up can't do that. Bodies will not accept that many spikes. Uh, and that only worked because Ruin was pushing hard on the fabric of uh, Skadriel, leaking into spirit webs through any method possible, which is, that's a crazy line. But sorry, this is high level here. That part's crazy. And uh, that like compounding can't really do, apparently. Seems like Marsh knows how to compound. Uh, He's capable capable of compounding but if you make a modern most key compounding seems beyond the abilities of any hemology created in this more modern era yeah i think i think marsh is grandfathered in yeah he's, he's grandfathered in. Yes. Spiritual yeah. circumstances yeah. were at the time that he was spiked yep 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 so that's crazy and then there's oh there's ruins subservience to preservation we got to talk about that oh, as well <laughs> that's gotcha. almost like that is a whole that could almost be its own podcast. That, like, well, podcast. we I yeah. I do think we did we talk did about it in the Harmony episode, I think. Yeah. I think we did. Probably. That is just a cool line though. God, Anytime it's you crazy. happen upon it. Oh, <laughs> it's it's so good. And then uh, I think the thing that David wants to talk about is he, Marsh. Cause cause because Chris interviewed Marsh. <laughs> that that that's yeah. that's what happened here, which is bonkers. Uh he speaks of things of the past, like hemallergic decay and the toll that holding so many spikes takes upon the body. Mm-hmm. So where 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 do you want to start? Let me start with that, because this was a question that I had because <laughs> Brandon's got a little bit of ambiguity in the way that he talks about hemallergic decay. Yes. Because it's re- because it can refer to two discrete things. But uh, and the first of them is that essentially when a spike is created, as we mentioned before, as an N negative magic system, a very helpful classification system that we all use all the time. <laughs> That's totally useless bit, to everyone. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps overuse sometimes. Yeah, but uh, a little bit of power is lost. And that has to do with how a lot of times how power is obtained has to do with the intent of the shard itself, at least in my understanding of it, you know. And to clarify what that means is when you steal someone's ability to steal push and you you give that to yourself, you are a weaker coin mm-hmm. shot than they Correct. were. You yeah. can't push as hard in the same way that Vin, that Alend was much stronger than Vin. There are these gradations in the strength and element yes. or these other things. Uh, and the other one, the other type of hemological decay is in a spike that is not in a body, it will gradually decay down to a very low but non-zero state. As time passes, I kind of think about it like radioactive decay. Now we have this part of the Ars Arcanum saying this no longer happens. And my question was not at all. Not one of these two things like which what what is being said here? So I want to. I want to pitch an idea to you that, that I'm not even sure I believe in. Yeah, I'm ready to tear it apart now. Okay, the two are the same thing. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's fine. I don't know why that would be, but. Uh, well, so as you were speaking, it occurred to me that you are describing the same phenomenon. 
It's someone has an ability at a certain power level and you spike that ability out of them, that power level goes down. If you leave the spike out, that power level continues to go down. See, in my head, they're both called decay because they lead to the same thing. And that's why they're they're. It's just easy enough to refer to them together. But it's a pretty discreet phenomenon in my mind, because in one, it must happen. You will always lose power at the moment a spike is created. You will not steal all of it. We know that to be a fact, or at least as things existed. But if you drive the spike directly into another body, it you doesn't have to decay any further. That stops and it can never happen as long as it stays in that body. It will never that second thing will never happen to it. And maybe like, I mean, you could model it like it's an instantaneous loss, I guess, like at the very moment of creation, like just because it, at the very first bit is very quick and there's just no yes. way that you can yes. do it fast enough. That's Party. that's what I'm talking about. You okay. are that's kind of you cool. are you are cold, like you are ripping power from someone's soul and you're putting it into a physical object. And mm -hmm. like during that process, the power is leaking out. As possible. And then possible. even if it goes from body to body, it still goes from soul to spike to soul. I'll give it a maybe. Like it's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> thought. Okay. You know? I want to read um, the wob mm -hmm. uh, about the this. Yeah. yeah. And so I oh. thank you to Argent for repeating it word for word so faithfully. I always appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, because he because those guys did not read the script uh, like they, they were they were they were fine. No, script. It's fine. Yes. Yes. I tried to transcribe the thing for our Midnight Essence one and you just asked a oh. totally different question. Well, no, not totally no, no, different, I, but like it, it was the same question. You just used different words to say. Yeah, the question. I, I like half panicked as it was happening. I was like, oh, my gosh, is Brandon going to answer a different question? But it worked out fine. Yeah, it was yeah, exactly yeah. the information I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from our interview with Brandon. Yep. The the. We, we no longer have only one. The most recent interview. The with most Brandon. recent interview. Yay. Woo! That. that is really exciting. Uh, in which I asked, the lost metal or Zircanum <laughs> calls... <laughs> okay, just read it normally. <laughs> the lost metal or Zircanum calls hemallergic decay a thing of the past. Uh, the term has been used to describe the loss of power in spikes outside of bodies, as well as the small amount of power that is lost at the moment the spike is created. The two things that David just talked about. Which one of those things no longer happens? And Brandon said, the first one, the decay of spikes outside of a body. They figured out how to make that no longer a thing. Uh, and I wanted to clarify. So it's still a thing that happens in the Cosmere in general. They just know how to avoid it completely. And Brandon says, yes. And... My response is, I believe Brandon has forgotten he's written this into the Ars Arcanum. And it's just thinking about the fact that you can put spikes in blood. Yep. Yep. Like, that's 100% my read of it. Because it does not make any sense for Chris to write this down as a new development when this was a thing they knew as far back as when Marsh was an Inquisitor. This was a thing the Inquisitors were doing. This is not a modern development. This is of the practicing hemologists that existed in the world. They've been doing this for centuries. So why would this be described as like a new thing? Very minor thing. It does seem that uh, Chris is using hemallergist uh, to mean the recipient rather than the yeah. person doing the spiking, which is. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that isn't that what that's how it's always been, though? Is it, is it though? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's always people. People always want to use it as the person who knows hemolurgy, but it's the person who gets the powers has always been called hemologist. Oh, that's that's the best not, of my recollection. I don't know. If people want it. I think you've wanted it to be the other I think way. It's, I think it's. I think we've had some categorization discussions on the copper mind about no, that. We definitely. That's why it's gone before, and I'm pretty sure that like we fought this fight before, and I won the last time. But I could be wrong. <laughs> that's that's very possible. Uh, I go. don't. Here we go. <laughs> Hero of Ages, more telling, perhaps, was the fact that when a hemologist used his abilities, the only okay. time hemologist is mentioned okay. in the original trilogy. Okay. Which which makes sense, because yeah. like anyone can create a spike, but only the recipient of that spike gets powers. Well, and presumably a lot of the time, unless you're like just an expert that doesn't want to participate, you're probably learning hemology to use it on yourself to give yourself power. <laughs> yes, you know? I guess so that's true. That's a big part of it. I, I suppose. Well, I suppose. I mean, the Inquisitors were not doing the, like they were, they had like presumably like people who are doing the spiking for, like the no, they Inquisitor would lay down with. Remember they, it was like a, a whole like ecstasy thing when they like got Marsh. Remember they grabbed him? There were a whole bunch of Inquisitors. Yeah, but like there the other him. Inquisitors were like Marsh wasn't, Oh, true. That's true. But that was non-consensual, you know, but they were still hemologists, both using powers and hemologists who are knowledgeable yeah, practicing. Hemology. Yeah, but that's conflating the two things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, anyway, talking about hemologic decay, uh, I, I think when I first read this, I was like, he speaks of things of the past and I conflated it with the spikes and the change that happened that you can't that the bodies can't accept more spikes. And so like, I don't, that is clearly not the case. Right. And in, in my mind, he's speaking like we are getting like four or five examples of things that have changed because ruin is no longer exerting this pressure. And some of them are that you could no longer compound because of what I believe to be identity contamination. Some of that is that inquisitors don't get as sleepy. Some of that is, that hemolytic decay no longer occurs. And these are just all repercussions of a fundamental change about how ruin and preservation are kind of pressing on the world. Ooh, uh, That's my read of it. I, I don't know why that, anything else would have changed. I Okay, okay, okay. In my opinion, uh, given this context of the WAB, I don't think that interpretation is correct. And so what... What I mean is this paragraph talking about hemologic decay, like he's talking about things of the past, but I don't think there's any textual evidence to say that Marsh is no longer sleepy, <laughs> like with the sleeping for Inquisitors the Inquisitors during his day slept for many hours. Is that not a past tense? During his day, not during modern day. That's another like this is like read like the first paragraph. She says something is odd is happening with the nature of spikes in hemolurgy on schedule. A particular note to archivists who study the nature of intent and connection. And then she talks to Marge and then she gives all these examples of things that are changing. Like that's to me, that's the entire context of this is she's like something weird is happening with spikes in hemolurgy because root and preservation are jostling differently or something has changed. She's saying the magic is changing. Yeah. Like this is a big and it's not because say they'd want it to, at least in some of these cases. Okay, but like you earlier said that Marsh is grandfathered into compounding, so he doesn't have that problem, right? So what I'm saying is that that is obviously apparent because Marsh is still able to compound. Correct. So in this case, 
well, the way that the spikes worked when he was traded must still be in effect. And I would say he's probably still sleepy, except for the fact that she says inquisitors during his day. And so to me, that implies that that is no longer the case because there are because it's not like there are modern day inquisitors that aren't sleepy. It's just him. He's the only one left. Like what? Like what a weird statement to make if um, that's not what she's saying. I mean, I, I guess. Uh, I mean, it could be. It, it's not important whether Marsh is still sleepy or not. You can well, say maybe he is still grandfathered in. But well, I'm, well, I'm saying there's a change. I, I, I guess the reason I bring up Marsh's sleepiness is because that relates to the humorlogic decay thing in the same paragraph, right? Because Chris is saying, like, they're both the things that are, like, the things of the past, right? And so that, that's why I'm bringing it up. So Brandon seems to be meaning it differently and i think these are just things that did happen that are not relevant but are not the changing um the changing nature of harmony i totally disagree there is a third thing in the middle of this paragraph that we haven't touched on yeah and i want to i want to be Conveniently, we have three people, so I do want to touch you know, on that. You were, okay. okay, you know what? We're going into WAB mode so we can just have this on screen just the whole time. It just needs to be here the whole time. And it's it was silly that I didn't do this. So, yes, let's 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 get the entire paragraph here. Yes. So uh, he speaks of things of the past, yep. like hemallergic decay. Okay, we cover that. And the toll that holding so many spikes takes upon the body. We haven't talked about that. Put a pin on it for a second. Yep. Inquisitors during these days, sleepy, sleepy. Okay. We kind I think of that is that. the toll, by the way. That's the toll. Yeah, that that's what I toll. read it as. So are we... Let, let's, let's, let's start meeting ourselves <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> this is exactly where I thought this episode was going <laughs> Do we Do we think that the toll upon the bodies of Inquisitors is caused by ruin pushing on the fabric of Scadrio and like ruining souls faster. No, I would say indirectly in that it would not have been possible for them to have had so many spikes, I guess. Maybe I do think Marsh is still sleepy, but yeah, it, you know, but like yeah. it doesn't to me, I guess the hemolytic decay is depart is separate from that because of the argument I made previously, which is that they've always known how to do this. So <laughs> Maybe why Chris would that be a new that, development? Though. They've always known Marsh has known how to do this. They literally this was their burial ritual. This was a thing that the Lord Ruler must have known when he told the Inquisitors to start doing it, unless they figured out themselves in their weird ways. It's not a new thing. It was a secret. It was a secretive thing. It was a secretive cabal that practiced it, but they knew how to do it. All of those points are valid. Uh, I. To- to answer Evgeny's question, I, I agree with David. Uh, I think the toll is just like you can put a spike in your eye, but like obviously your your body's warping. So, you know, you still have a brain that works. Right. Yeah. And like it's that toll and it's you have nine to 11 of these or more in Marsha's case. And that is the toll. And the only reason that happens is because of Ruin's pressure that he exerted and not the I, pressure so, itself yes okay but because so my thought was well this is a thing of the past because so so without this pressure on the reality you can't have as many spikes and so you can't have this burden 
on people's souls. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your burden would be lessened. Yeah. And like pres- presumably the the threshold when you started to need a linchpin spike, I guess. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But like, but I don't think you even you can't even have that many more. Like the linchpin. No, you, I feel like yeah. I feel no, like you can't. But like presumably back then, if you had one or two spikes, you would not be inordinately tired. Right. Is more what I, I don't mean. Think so, and like in my mind, I kind of am like, well, it's it's possible to me that it was both a lot to have a lot of spikes, and that ruin pushing on the fabric of Scadriel didn't help. Yeah, but, yeah, that, that's 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 possible. You know, sure, yeah, but that's like, and so that marsh is it's a little better, but not great still because you still have eleven spikes that ache all the time. Yeah, I don't understand how you can call like the weirdness here is of course that the putting spikes in blood stopping them from decaying is of course a retcon that brandon had no plan for in the original trilogy in my opinion yeah because he he did it in secret history right and then he came back to a secret history and said this is a thing you can do sure but i mean maybe he thought it to himself but it seems to it has always struck me as a little bit of a retcon but it's like it's not like like yeah it's the only place we see it because the inquisitors do it when they dump car in the pool yeah i guess i guess in my head i just conflated oh it's car he's era one so mm-hmm. we must have seen it in there, but I guess not. No, no, no. Yeah, that was a new reveal. And like Ruin's not doing it with, you know, with the, like the spikes that he gets, although he's not really leaving them laying around either. He's just mostly to try to get. Yeah, Ruin knows perfectly how to align yeah. it to make it work. You, you could also make an argument that like he himself is keeping them from decaying. Yeah, I've always wondered how true. much power he has over that. Like when Wax is using, pretty clearly using Pewter and Alloy of Lime, like that's got to be such a weak spike. Like I could see Harmony pumping it up a little bit yeah yeah Muter yeah. in alloy yeah when he's like oh yeah when the when the mists speak to him he's so clearly using pewter this is a i we can talk about this later i'll send you some quotes it is so obvious <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't doubt that it could have happened it's just it's not something that i've registered yeah oh this is like well i mean like we this was a thing that was much talked about in 20 and like when alloy came out in my recollection i want to read the rest of the paragraph that's on screen for mm-hmm. audio listeners so Inquisitors during his day slept for many hours. The words of founding say this was due to the need for storing health. But Marsh indicates there may be more subtlety to it than first understood. I assume, Evgeny, that's the part that we didn't read that you wanted to talk about. I mean, that was a, a side thing. I, I did want to address the, the the toll on the souls. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's that's just what we talked about. But okay, let me let me finish the paragraph. I'd postulate that it was in part a side effect of the incredible burden placed upon their souls by the nature of their hemallergic transformation or of their horrific transformations. Sorry. So, okay. Given Brandon's wob and the fact that I believe Marsh can still compound and I see little reason for his amount of spikes to not still take that toll on his body. And three, that Chris Chris's postulation is that the side effect is the incredible burden based upon their souls by the nature of their transformation. How does that tie to the decay? It, I guess what I'm just saying is these are things that have not mechanically changed because of harmony ascending. It's a little bit of it's a little bit of an odd one out in the paragraph. But I think it's all like I don't, it's kind of an odd spot to put it all. I'll grant you. But I don't. Why call it out? Like, what what is she saying there that they just know to <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Like, explain to me why that sits there. I you know, I 
you know, I don't have an answer to that question, but yeah. but but I'm just with this knowledge. I think all of these things in this paragraph like aren't core mechanical changes to hemology is is that that is my current read on this. I, I don't think that those unrelated things have any bearing on whether this is a core mechanical change when that's the overall subject of the thing. And that's the context of yeah. this is that because of this overall mechanical change, the number of spikes somebody can accept these things. These are the things that we're seeing manifest. Yeah. OK, that all, all of that is super valid points, David, uh, That for sure. But uh, I don't know why Chris is just like, let's just put like heme allergic yeah. decay well, in there. I mean, like, honestly, I'm like, Chris, what was that? Like, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I use an editor there. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, regardless of which definition of heme allergic decay we use, <laughs> that bit stands out. What does that have to do with the rest of the paragraph? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're getting into it on shark guests like chris what are you doing well, it's a close, she's saying a lot of really dead stuff and you got to read it kind of closely yeah 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 I, I mean that that is that is all valid um what one can only assume that the, we have known about putting the spike in blood and as jess got a word of brandon you can just literally put it the spike in a stake and that works. Steak and steak, yep. You can. That's 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 a that's canon. As long as long as the spike thinks it is in a body. Yes. So meat works. And it'll prevent that decay. So it's like, yeah, they have known about that for a long time. So I'm like, why bring it up? That's, yeah. That's and in like valid. my head, there was like an aspect of this where she's kind of like in my head, she's sort of like saying a little bit here, he's the real deal. Like this guy. He remembers the past like he can compound like this is iron eyes from the past yeah. and he remembers all these things the way things used to be. And so part of that, I feel like can her just be listing things that he's like, oh, yeah, like, yep, I really am exhausted. And yep, I got these spikes and yep, I can compound and yep. no one else seems to, <laughs> you know, she's like verifying these facts as a scientist with yes. essentially a mythological figure. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. But so I think some of it is her just saying he seems to be this guy is an immortal that is that seems to be from a different age and has a lot of this stuff. Even in that context, the hemorrhagic decay line is weird because like you can demonstrably demonstrate. <laughs> Couldn't you demonstrably demonstrate? It's a thing that happens. Take take a but spike if out. Stopped, if it stopped happening now, he's like, well, they used to get weaker. And she's like, huh, but they don't now, you know. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is Brandon Swab is it does still happen. Chris would know that, right? Surely. But maybe she just yeah. doesn't have enough access to spikes, maybe. And the knowledge. No, but, well, I mean, it doesn't. I guess I'm not understanding. My argument is that it doesn't really happen anymore. So she so she's like, that's the status is that he doesn't really happen anymore. But he talks about it like it does. I'm saying I'm taking Brandon at his word that hemorrhagic decay can still occur. It's just they have methods to prevent it, which is I what know, the I'm, I'm just but, no, I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm talking about the law. I'm talking about, the, okay, about okay. like this passage. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sure. But, Anyway, like that, that would definitely make sense in the context. here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I think we've got it. We need to just continue asking. It's like, why did Chris talking about hemorrhagic decay here? That'd be that'd be really yeah, great. I, like, I'm, that's I, the part I, I'm yeah, this, this is one of those things where I think we, we need to go back to Brandon <laughs> at some point and, and just pretend we never asked in the first place. The next three mm -hmm. Brandon interviews were like, so here's this passage. Yeah, what? we should just read. We should have read him it instead of saying it with no context, because then I feel like we would have got him right back where he was when he wrote it. Perhaps. And and to an extent, I thought that's what I was doing by like explicitly saying like what the yeah 
the two definitions, but I guess like luck. Yeah, you, you, did you can't your best. always craft That's the luck. perfect question. Yeah, no, you can't. And I feel like sometimes the Ars Arcanum things, like they're often the last written. They're kind of like yeah, a little flourish at the end. Sometimes I feel like they probably aren't as present unless yeah. he's like really like diving into it. Yeah, should we read the Let's next get paragraph out of this? Modern, so right after the horrific transformations, modern souls, however, seem to simply reject spikes of this magnitude. That, that's weird in of itself. How does the body reject a spike? That, that's yeah, crazy. do you just die? <laughs> you just right. die. I feel like it doesn't do anything. Like it's there, Maybe, it doesn't sure. hurt you, but it also doesn't, you can't suddenly manifest the power either. God, it's that's crazy. There. That's, that's bonkers. Further research is required, but I believe that this has something to do with the nature of ruin subservience to preservation in the current dual vessel known as Harmony. The level of corruption of a soul that was possible in ancient days is no longer viable. If too many spikes are added, souls stop gaining powers. Okay, so it just says that. Okay. All right, cool. Good talk. Uh, <laughs> so I'm reading the paragraph. Um, Marsh doesn't think this is a conscious decision on Harmony's part. Indeed, I think this is beyond the conscious abilities of even a shard. And then the next paragraph. Instead, I believe this is the nature of souls... Read the invested por portion of a person's nature and their balance. Soul. Hey, and their balance with it, with the Cosmere. In the ancient days, Ruin was pushing hard on the fabric of Skadriel, leaking into spirit webs through any method possible, causing souls to decay faster to accept more spikes than they should have been able to, and leaving the resulting person burdened beyond what was reasonable. And I do think for a little bit of context, that's part of what me thinking that Ruin being making Marsh sleepier is coming from. It's, it's pushing on his soul more. Okay, too, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But that was a little, that's, that informed a little bit of that. Sure, sure. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I read it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Marsh, Marsh is sleepy. Marsh is sleepy. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Question Marsh. Uh, Question Marsh. Uh, I, I do read that a little bit differently, but I think mm -hmm. the difference is... Not negligible, but not relevant. I think like ruin is pushing on the fabric that enables more spikes to be shoved into people's souls, which, well, I, I think you, you'd like, you're shoving the spikes anyway, right? But that enables more powers to be granted to people's souls. And this kind of so much mixing of investiture in souls puts a strain on the soul itself, right? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of comp of uh, of not compounding, but um, resonances a little bit actually. Where if you have a couple of powers, they they mix together and you kind of get a new power. But if you have too many powers, you just kind of get a super. Oh effect. sure, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Not do allergies get resonances? I don't think That's so. I don't think there's any evidence that they do. We don't know a lot of resonances though. That's true. That's true. Also true. Yeah. So like, I guess it's possible if someone got a spike and like they became twin born, they could have a similar resonance. Like, why would that not be possible? Right. I, I don't know. The only, the only thought was if it's there's some similar weirdness with the identity corruption and there's like some disharmony there and that sure. it's not really you. Sure. What, what do you think it means with causing souls to decay faster? That's kind of an interesting little phrase there. <laughs> My first thought is to compare this to like natural body aging. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in yeah. that uh, over Ooh. time, like your, your body continuously replenishes itself, right? 
cells divide, old ones die, et cetera, et cetera. But like over time, there are more and more mistakes in this uh, replication process. And so you just end up with, over a long enough period of time, a worse copy of of the original. And so not necessarily the case, but maybe like souls go through a similar thing where uh, they naturally decay over time. Because like the, the natural state of the Cosmere is not to have immortals everywhere. Like death is, ruin mm. is a part of life. I don't know. There's so many that I, I might make an argument that <laughs> 15 years ago, I would agree with that yeah. sentence. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that anymore. We are focusing the spotlight on a lot of immortals, but like on average, uh, not is, that many. On average, people die. Is Am I losing my mind or I, I have a vague recollection that maybe Inquisitors don't live to as old of an age as regular people? Is, did I just I invent that? That could be in an annotation. I feel like they mostly didn't live to the same age as regular people because they were always killing each other and uh, dying. There but. is an annotation that I did find uh, during this that like Inquisitors did eventually die of old age. So like that is possible, but maybe, yeah, maybe I, I just invented quite... like them aging Younger. maybe a bit. I, I would not be surprised if that were the case, but I don't remember that. Because no. like it could be that like the spiritual damage like is affecting their physical selves right and that yeah. that's causing that strain and like causing more aging so to speak yeah that seems to make sense fine. in my brain yeah uh, yeah it definitely could be true and one way that i was thinking about reading this is that you could think of it as just that ruin you know the decay of the soul is ruin allowing for more advanced decay and it's not possible anymore because these spikes aren't taking but with ruin pressing on the soul that is the decay it's talking about like when you put a spike in it would the soul would decay but now it won't it won't accept that attribute and it'll just kind of sit there and that's right yeah mm. but it's i don't think that's the most it's kind of a eh, reading i'm not like super happy with that so yeah mm. it could also mean that people just went to the beyond faster when they died mm. yeah 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 answer. yeah that's boring uh there's the line of the level of corruption of a soul, which is just always interesting to hear the word corruption, uh, especially considering our black smoke episode <laughs> and yeah. red yeah. smoke episode. I don't think uh, that's what's happening here, but it just an interesting I mean, in, use. In a way it is, right? Because you were putting someone else's soul into into your own. So yeah. you were talking about mixing of investitures. Yeah, that's, that's certainly true. Uh, it's not in the same context as like, you know, a shard corrupting another shard's investiture, but it, like it's kind of similar on a much smaller scale. Maybe um, when we see cross Cosmere spikes, they'll just be like a ton of red smoke or something. That that, 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 could, that could be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, they're like, mostly just playing around with preservation's investiture. I, I yeah, do wonder yeah. if, I mean, maybe there should have been red smoke. I, I okay. We don't need we don't need to rehash that. <laughs> that's that's just so interesting. You you would add another spike to the right bind point, and it just wouldn't gain powers. It just doesn't do anything. Which honestly is interesting to me because I feel like part of the right bind point and making this spiritual surgery work, like makes it so it warps the body so that you don't just die from having a giant metal thing in your body. So yeah. like like what if what if your sixth spike is through the eye? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's, it's just got the same, it's just kind of like a neutral thing, you know? And yeah. I don't think that the spike has to, cause like the damage still does occur. Like, it's not like when you drive a spike through the eye that like your brain is like parting around it and actually, yeah, sure. Like sure. nothing ever happened. It's like, yeah, no, it got a spike driven through your brain and like magically and you know, maybe some physical transformations, it's still functional. Yeah. So I just think it's probably like, and eh, like the power is not taking, you're not able to access it, but it's still, plugged into your spirit web it's not yeah. killing you presumably yeah. or that'd be i mean we kind of it'd be kind of sad but yeah as, i mean they, it could be it could be that it's just like oh my gosh she's stabbing with a piece of metal what the heck someone someone get the someone get the unsealed gold mine quick <laughs> <laughs> you know no one in era two has the courage to put a spike through their eye like like inquisitors do yeah it's just because right. yeah, they Telson, lack courage come on yeah just yeah, gleefully yeah, well, except Kelsey, but like, yeah. like Telson wouldn't, right? Uh, you know, Kelsier did it for the aesthetic. They were like, "We can just do it in your forearm," and he was like, "Oh no, no, like, no, that, no. that would not look as cool." Kelsier definitely. If there's multiple hemallergic bind points that work, coolness would be a factor he would choose. Oh yeah, demonstrably. Yeah. How how else are you gonna get one one eye for the common man and one eye for the gods? He, he like... came up with the line as it was developed and was like, <laughs> yeah. "No, this is this is how I need <laughs> it to be." Tell. Yeah. <laughs> Although, man, what, do you, what do you get through the eye? Was it steel? Well, steel, it was and the iron, physical one, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron, steel, yeah. tin, and pewter. Steel's senses, says tin. Well, that's that's the latent stuff, right? Uh, for, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that I don't know that this th this is just like crazy stuff here. This this whole Ars Arcanum. Uh, we we did talk about ruin subservience to preservation in the Harmony episode, so I yeah, don't think we, we need to we go, don't need to go into that tangent. Uh, but it is still really cool. Let's let's switch that around and I, get Discord yeah. in here. I do think that that is what is leading to whatever changes we can agree on are occurring. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yes. Yes. It's also so interesting Ruin pressing hard on the fabric of Skadriel because mm -hmm. in a sense, I would assume that that's more like near the end, right? But yeah. clearly you could make Inquisitors earlier on in the Final Empire because there oh. used to be 16 original Inquisitors. And that's presumably true. that was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not like, first century but like the first few centuries right yeah i mean i guess you could imagine ruin is just like in his captivity pressing and yep. yeah you know yeah. what i mean just like constant yep. like constantly he's, tense he's trying constantly to get straining on the prison yeah, yeah sure yeah 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 that that works that works for me mm -hmm. yeah and, it, and the prison continued to fail as time went on and he was able to exert more and more of that pressure in the world finally but yeah, maybe maybe the original Inquisitors could only go up to like, you know, five, six, seven spikes. And then you end up with Marsh having like 20 something or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That is like an, an insane advancement beyond even what the Lord Ruler was doing. So that, and that was like final form ruin. Uh, and I mean, that that really comes to uh, the, the last paragraph, which maybe we want to just read that. Uh, mm -hmm. At any rate, the end result is a limit on the number of spikes a person can hold without external intervention. So Ruin can obviously help with Ruin. that potentially. And then we get the compounding stuff. In most key, compounding seems beyond the abilities of any hemologist created in this more modern era. The secret to cracking why this is and how to circumvent it could be of utmost importance to those watching hemology and its 
presumed danger to the Cosmere as a whole. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good idea to circumvent that one, Chris. So that I I I find that yikes for sure. Um, it, it seems in like near infinite power seems seems dangerous. Yeah. Ultimately, Arrow Two is Brandon powering down. It's like compounding is 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 scary. Like let's let's maybe not do that as super much because the Lord Ruler is OP. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is always interesting to see from like a meta perspective, like the balancing act that goes on in terms of him like doing interesting stuff with the magic, but not accidentally breaking it so that you're just like, why does everyone do this? Even though even yes. though there are, there are still some holes. Occasionally. Yes. Yeah. Good. And I think this flows directly into that, essentially, because he's saying that, OK, so we can't, you know, we can't modern healer just can't compound and then. Uh, this is from the Lost Metal Chapter 28. They're talking to Marsh about the set, looking for ATM and all those experiments they're doing and racing by extension. Uh, this is extremely dangerous. So far, I do not believe they've learned the secret to compounding via hemallergy. So it is there is a secret. So maybe, and maybe that's another thing, is that Marsh just knows this, that there's a secret and he figured it out when he stopped being able to compound naturally but he knows now how to do it but identity contamination prevents it that is our only saving grace if they could still do that you know like and he's just like thank gosh they don't know how they don't know the yeah. trick so here here's where my brain goes okay mm-hmm. it goes around the spike that's through and through it okay um i am i am reminded back to the um was it souls decaying? Was that the phrase? Causing mm-hmm. souls to decay faster, that one? Yeah. So presumably, uh, the problem with identity contamination is that you are inject like you are shoving other people's pieces from other people's souls into your body. And yes. those pieces come with those people's identities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you get the power, but you you don't but but it's not the same as you having the power in the first place. How does compounding work? Okay, let let's take uh, let's take Miles. Yep. For example, he is his double gold. So you are storing uh, health into your metal mind, and then you are burning that metal mind. So you are you, like you are essentially opening opening up a channel for preservation's power, and then preservation's power is like flooding through the metal mind. But in that metal mind, there's now health. Uh, and it's not just health. It is health coded with your identity. Sure. Yeah. And so yeah, right. all of that healing power with your identity is flooding into you. And then you are cycling that right back into the metal mind. Sure. Because you so, can restore what you burned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or into a different metal mind. Whatever. And so, well, what happens if you were just a gold alamancer and you had gotten the healing from someone else? Sure. You would get the identity along with that healing. And so when preservation's power floods through the metal mind, presumably, and I mean, like, we are hand-waving a lot here, but, like, presumably it would amplify, like, the thing that you get back would still have that other person's identity I, I don't and would not be accessible to you. I don't think the logic tracks 100% there because 
if that were the case, you wouldn't be able to access the power you stored in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that power but is accessible he, to you. And I don't know why preservation giving you extra power would make that identity, like that identity stronger. It just seems like kind of an arbitrary. I disagree with that. Why would that? Because be? I think if so, you get the healing from someone else when you are storing healing. Yes, you are using that power, but you are storing your own health in there, like without compounding. Mm. And so you have access to it. But mm. the bonus freebie that you get from preservation goes through that person or uh, through their identity, rather, not, not themselves. But why wouldn't it be colored by the fact that the identity it was being directly you know, amplified by the template that it's being used is stuff that you stored that you can access. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like you can make an argument, but it doesn't like seem to me like it must be this way. It just seems to me like it's a, it's a relatively arbitrary restriction that exists now. My model would be slightly different. Hopefully I'm not just saying the same thing slightly differently, but uh, that's what I did on the show anyway. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if, if you gained fair chemi from another person, in your storing that ability, I'm almost wondering if that metal mind is colored with that dead person's identity. And like, because you have it locked into you, you can access, like you can do Farrakhemi onto that. Like you have enough identity to do that potentially. And maybe that identity, just like you need the identities to match you like your allomancy part and your ferrochemy part in order for compounding to work for you to feel like say allomantically right you're feeling the connection to the metals in you right and compounding only would work if uh those identities matched right so the the ferrochemical storage was yours right because we know if vin ate someone else's Metal mind, it's just, it feels inaccessible, potentially. She, she can sense that there is power there, but, but she there's nothing she it. can do with it. So, like, may, maybe that's what's happening, maybe? It, it's kind of what I was saying, yeah. And, and so, ultimately, I don't think it is important for us to get to the right answer. But, like, identity contamination feels like something to that effect, right? Yeah. Your... Uh, elementic power and your ferrochemical power, whether one of them is natural to you and the other one is granted through hemallergy or whether both of them are granted through hemallergy, they are not compatible. Uh, and so you can't, you can't compound in the current age. Mm-hmm. All of that is to say, all of that is to lead to why was it possible before? Why, why can Marsh do this thing that's what got me thinking about like souls decaying that we were told about Mm. earlier and so i was thinking well what if one part of the soul decay is the identity getting filed off Mm. Mm, could be like that that that's something that isn't retained as strongly because ruin is Ruin yeah. is not pushing against the fabric of mm. Scadrio as much. Souls are not decaying, decaying as hard. Identity is retained either more indefinitely or for much longer. Before. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, that's possible. Part huh. of me is part of the way I read it was just potentially that, like, with Ruin, with Ruin Ascendant, his magic was also like expressed more strongly too, and so it was just capable okay. of more, you know. And it kind of could mm. 
bus pass barriers that might stop a like kind of a lower juice system but like it, it's mm. interesting i'm curious uh i like i don't know if this is just kind of like a, a curio that brandon is kind of like throwing out there the arts arcana if it's something that we're going to learn a lot more about at some point i guess i'm just like i don't see why brandon would put this in here if like it wasn't like a thing that because like he didn't need to put this part. This is this is not critical information for this book, well, right? N- none of this is like, like none of the others are canna are. Well, yeah, but, but like I'll, sometimes they like refer to things that are like in the book, right? That happened during the book, right? Sure, they they go back and like clarify, which things, like this isn't should... this isn't at all no. about but that. Like, but in my like partially for me, you can read this like Brandon needs to explain why for people who are reading the book going the set should have been making compounders. Oh that yeah, okay, that's part, fair. That's they fair. go, okay, well, I guess there's a reason for that now. Mm. And so part of me wonders if this is like, here's my, you know, here's my explanations, folks, and like this sure. is as far as we're gonna go with it. Sure, you know, it's interesting just that uh, a lot of the hemology presumed dangers are all era two ours arcanum because we first got this like wow hemology is kind of dangerous in like alloys ours arcanum so it's kind of mm. funny i am just on a, on a very small tangent that i that i will not get into because i don't have any coherent thoughts about right but like all of this conversation about identity contamination and identity in general has gotten me thinking about yumi and the night painter night painter nightmare painter again we painted that uh, Sure. Uh, Where identity was also like a big, uh, uh, it it played a big role into how like the shroud was was formed and all of that. So I I, I think the next time we have an opportunity to ask Brandon a question, or at least I have an opportunity to ask Brandon a question, I might might go like, hey, Brandon, let's talk about identity. Like, tell me about identity. Can you tell us about the identity field? Identity field. We need the identity field. Put it in the comments if you remember us blabbing about that on one episode several years ago at this stage. Nice. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Ian. I also find it interesting that Chris thinks this is beyond the conscious abilities of a shard to do. It, well, it is interesting because I feel like what we've gotten more recently are examples of shards consciously limiting their magic systems. You know, when we like talk about some mm. of the stuff from Rhythm of War and Honor, Still like shaping. foreclosing certain powers. Yes. But this is like kind of different. Well, it, it just brings me back to like CZ changing snapping, right? Like he chose to do that, presumably, as far as we know. There's, there's also, I think, precedent for shards being able to do more than they should like around the moment of their ascension sure i guess i'm like what mechanically can a shard change about the their magic which has always been a really open question to me yeah. like if cz mm-hmm. can change uh snapping and honor can limit stone shaping like that's very interesting certainly it's quite interesting that like this pressure ruins exerting was a very specific case that like ruins trapped and so it's like really pressing on it that like harmony would never need to do that right like there, there would be no reason to do that uh but it's i don't know it's just interesting that a shard could not do this at least in chris's opinion there's maybe something to be said about the fact that this has like something to do with how the magic is initiated and how you know it's so core to the sh- like that's usually the part that's actually tied back to the shards intent you know and so maybe that's something that they actually do have 
a little less wiggle room with than they might other parts of what the magic system can or cannot do, like what the powers do as opposed to like how you access the magic. Maybe that's harder to tinker with for them. But wouldn't you say snapping's an initiation? I am. And so that's why I'm saying like this happened, but it says he couldn't have done it himself. Something bigger had to shift for this. To, he couldn't have consciously been like, I want seven to be easier, but this is like in some ways more extreme than something that he would normally be able to do. If that makes any sense. Like shards can control powers. Honor can limit stone yeah. thing. So, but so, so honor so. can't mess with that. You have to bond a spren. Yeah. It's hard yeah. for okay. him to do that. Preservation. Yeah. Preservation could, make it maybe he could be like i don't want them to have speed bubbles anymore i want them to do something else but it would be harder for him to change snapping you know and so this is something that is something that like kind of wouldn't be able to ordinarily happen but because this tide has shifted something has changed with the dynamics of the shards yeah. so a natural shift has occurred you're saying initiation is more controllable by the shard than the powers i'm saying the direct the opposite. opposite yeah the opposite, <laughs> yeah. The opposite. yeah so what oh yeah yeah so, so, so sorry yes 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 initiation is less yes yeah. in control yes mm -hmm. so it, so are you saying cz could he can't make allomancy just not have snapping but he could adjust tinker it very slightly because he doesn't have total control I, I guess, over uh, maybe. sorry the corollary to this the corollary to this is that maybe it wasn't super conscious on his part with snapping yeah that, that, i mean that's definitely possible yeah, that's, that's sure. what i'm reading yeah mm -hmm. he he is now a more balanced shard and so snapping becomes more balanced mm -hmm. i you, guess so the lob said that like cz was horrified by it so like i feel like there's some intention there but like that doesn't need to be the case mm -hmm. right so like we don't know yeah. right mm -hmm. um, so that's definitely possible but i do like the idea that shards can adjust like sort of the outputs more than like some of these core fundamentals like i would agree with that the the only way a shard could mess with those core fundamentals is like with super direct I intervention on a specific person rather than yeah. like a generic invested art yeah. type thing right yeah like the, the magic system comes with here's how you get access to the power yeah and that is blanket true unless the shard individually intervened. Like, like unless the shard herald, says, no, power. I'm not going to give you. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But then to undermine my own point, I also believe that they changed surge binding to make the oaths important. So, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Well, like, I, I do believe that, that that is true, right? Yeah, though it's tough to say, but that was just me spitballing. Ultimately, I think the extent a shard can manipulate these these things with invested arts is very interesting and i want to know more about it right because yeah what things can they do what things can they not do because it's totally unclear to me what what defines a magic system what, what is a what is an invested art yeah oh brandon will never give it it'll no. that will be like he's like oh it's a total gradation like what you might call like you know between an arcana and in a true invested art like he he that'll be one of his things where he's like people like to put things in boxes and i'll be like yeah well oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i i i am people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well you know like every scientist and then you're a biologist and then you're sad because you can't put things in the boxes which much which harder brings me back to 
thinking how miserable the life of a Cosmere scientist or arcanist would, must be. Mm-hmm. Where at any point a shard can be, hey, I'm just going to put these 12 moons in an orbit that doesn't <laughs> make sense. Screw you. Aiden Alcium wanted it to be true. <laughs> okay. Cool. So I think that's the Ars Arcanum. Uh, I think that this is episodes going exactly how I expected uh, with those two things being most of the episode. Uh, but I do think we need to talk about Trellium at least a bit because Trellium's weird. Like, like, like really weird. It's super overpowered, actually. So what do we know about Trellium? Like, we know that Bleeder... Yes. Was at the very least able to gain uh, uh, ferrochemical speed. Yes. And alimentic steel, right? Uh, yeah, any power she displayed, she was using a trillium spike for. Yes. And only yes. one spike at a time. Yeah, only one. Yes. I, I still love the image of her ripping out her spike and then falling onto another Becoming spike. Becoming goo. Like every time. Like how annoying that must have well, been. Well, yeah, because I'm like, how. Yeah, I guess I guess you'd have to do something like that unless that, yeah. no, that's so, literally what they say in the book. Like they're like, this is must she must just be falling on. <laughs> oh really? I yeah. I think I forgot yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. She she puts yeah. she puts the. I mean, I, like she doesn't have to be like get pierced because she's Mistrath Goo, right? Yeah. But she puts the spike on the ground, rips the other one. How do I? How did drops. I totally not remember this? <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, apparently you can steal at the very least any metal born power yeah. with mm-hmm. trellium mm-hmm. maybe you can't steal like attributes like right? maybe that latent preservation that that could make sense potentially hard to say uh mm-hmm. atm steals any power Larasium steals all abilities i i was <laughs> on that episode and i still have no idea what that means i still am so unclear on what uh, the difference is but I, I it's like- all good I like doing episodes five years later and it's like, yep, yeah, still totally a mystery. <laughs> no additional information at all in any way. It's like, oh, good. Uh, Page Runner did ask for a clarification on exactly that. But yeah, just, we don't need to get into it. Did. I just still I just have so much trouble remembering clear. or understanding yeah. even after we've clarified. Trellium also just magically hides you from harmony. Okay, cool. But like I, that at least I can buy is like a god medley thing where like normally harmony could like see somewhat and like feel the spikes or something and another god metal like interferes with that process i i don't have an mm-hmm. issue with that yeah yeah that 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 drives with me yeah yeah and i and i will say too it, it seems to prevent harmony from taking over a person as well because they've because the limit of spikes that they had listed was like i believe three and then we see all these we see at least several people with more than three spikes but several yeah. are trellium yeah, at, oh, at least I mean, he can't. He can't take over Bleeder when she has one normal, one one Trellium. Yeah, one and Trellium. Then, yeah, yeah, and he can't take over. Like for instance, the one I'm thinking of is Dumad, who has at least four powers. At least four. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he needs to have like he might be like a natural either coin shot or probably a natural seeker, and then all of the. Well, he's also really good at because like he can sense. Uh, oh, and how many does Telson have? She like says she's got a ton. I didn't uh, think it was that high. She's, she's got, got iron and steel. She's got like she's healing. got the, the healing one. She's got her wakefulness. She's got the one she displayed in alloy, unless she took the or in bands, unless she took them out. She's a leecher. 
She is uh, a teacher, yeah. I don't yeah. think she has wakefulness. I don't think that's that's one that she had something. I can't remember what it was, but she she's got a lot. Like she's got quite a few spikes. Yeah. Oh, what's the what's that line uh from the was it from Edward about someone else paying the price? Oh yeah, we still understand that. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, yeah, he he was saying like we, we don't know how to like that was the downside of their spikes is he was like, eh, like even though we've figured out how to have someone bear the cost, it's not as good. Like they're limited the number of powers they can have on like the metal and like the bands, I think. Sure. That was a weird line. That was a weird line. Yeah. Another one we have no clarity on. Eric, you totally puzzled. I thought the whole point with the end of Shadows of Self was shooting a second spike so Harmony could control Bleeder. Wasn't that the entire think... point? Yes, that was that was one of the OG spikes though, right? So Bleeder has one Harmony spike and one Autonomous spike. And because she only has one Harmony spike, that's not enough for Harmony to take control over her. Wait, but then Wax shoots the no. second one. No, 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 that's no, not true. No, no, that's she only true. has one spike at she any point. Absolutely oh, she really only has one spike. spike. No, my okay. my point, Eric, is that I don't think that you need, that it prevents you from ever being, but you can use these to get above the limit. And so for Bleeder, one spike was enough for Harmony to at least kind of like, he was messing with, he was trying to get back in there. He was trying to be able to push his way through. Sure. But you can have, these humans have what should be six, like, you know, five or six powers above the confirmed number that Harmony should be able to control them, and he can't. So yeah. clearly they must confer yes. some sort of resistance. Sure, 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 sure. That, I, I I absolutely agree. It Also theoretically possible that, like, CZ's blindness doesn't help uh, during Lost yeah. Metal. Like, he, maybe in another time he would have been able to control them easier, potentially. Potentially. Um, but, uh, but yeah. It makes sense for you as a power of a metal that is from a shard about you being autonomous that it would help you prevent it would help prevent you keep or help you keep your autonomy from sure. other being yeah 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 some conferring I, some resistance sure i i could see that but i don't like it i like i don't think the like i don't think an honor spike would in any way make you either like more honorable or like more likely to stick to promises or anything like that's that. not what i that's not really what i'm saying though it's not impacting your personality it's just a little benefit to the power you know and so maybe there's a way that honor would play into that. But it's not like I'm saying that you become, you know, I am an independent man because I've got an autonomy spike. It's just changed <laughs> short. Sure I, yeah, I, I still don't. like. I think it's just, hey, it's a different shard. Mm-hmm. It has well, nothing to do with your magic. Well, sometimes system. things are thematic, too, yeah, as opposed yeah. to being like necessarily that there's an effect there. It's just something that I can accept a thematic thing. Yeah, C- certainly mm-hmm. palm definitely said lots of things that were very autonomy-y. And she it is an did. open question how much Palm talked with autonomy or Trell. Or I guess it'd have to be Trell because autonomy didn't directly talk to people. I, I uh, guess. It, like, well, they're, they're, th- there's open was, questions with how much she knew and didn't know. Yeah. And uh, like she's also going insane from having one spike, right? So... Yeah, it it may be that autonomy, like Bavadin, was able to speak to her. Sure. Yeah. When when she, but like, how how did she get the first spike in the first place? Right. Born Secret Two. 
That's your history too, Brandon. Just do it. There's yeah. too many remaining questions. I mean, it, well, and with like Bloody Tan, right? Because Brandon raffled me on Bloody Tan, right? Uh, some for some reason. Was was he spiked? Has he? He does say that he's met like death and the survivor. We'll never know. We'll never know that one. <sighs> Why did he raffle me? God. Ah, ah. Um. Uh, there, there could be something that like if you are like acting in accordance with a shard that maybe it's easier for a shard to talk to you or something maybe mm, something like that like like it kind of i don't think this is the exact same thing but like it kind of how ruins able to talk to someone without a spike well, it, I mean, Bleeder had a sp- had spikes too, though. So, like, I I just think that Atane would be able to reach out to her potentially. You know what I mean? Potentially, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you wanted, I don't think it's like out of the question. If you've got two spikes, yeah. there's enough of a, of a gap there. Yeah. Or she, or somehow she stumbled upon Trillium first, and then she got that, and then she yeah. was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's some uh, uh, late there's some open questions after uh, Wax shoots her in the face between yeah. the second time Wax shoots her in the face. <laughs> I am curious how at one point Marisi refers to Trillium as being an off-world metal, which certainly could be true, but I am kind of curious where like where it comes from. Like, will there be enough? Like, will they find more on Scadrial, or will this just yeah. be kind of a curiosity that they've got a handful of examples of these spikes, but there's not really any like they can't really get any more. I, brought I don't think there is like a pool of that. I, I think now that autonomy seems to have withdrawn from Scadrio, I don't think there will be any neutralium unless autonomy comes back. That I agree with. Oh, because so you think Marisi's wrong and it's not a metal from another world where it's like, man, I don't think it's a metal from another world. I think it's autonomy, like essentially pushing investiture, like mini investing into Scadrio and that like pushing investiture into Scadrio and that investiture manifests as a metal. And now that she's no longer doing that, so, the, so you think there was probably like some sort of temporary mini pits or like an equivalent? Something or like, do you think yeah. she just like created a discrete amount and like yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. I'm, in the, I'm doing this. One of yep. one of the two of those. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think Marasi's maybe not talking precisely. It's just like this came from something that is not of Scadriel, mm-hmm. right? Oh, but, for sure. It's but, like it's an uninformed opinion. She just knows it's an yeah. off-world god. Yeah, but I, yeah. when she said that, I was I, I'd always kind of assumed it was Scadriel, and then I was like, well, I mean. You know, there's naturally occurring metals of gods sure. on their home worlds yeah. too. What if so, what yeah. if they brought it from you know, Taldane? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of an open question how that initial stuff happened at all, and how they how uh, they reached out to this trail thing. And like, there, there's a lot of open questions there, but I, I think there was enough trellium that they probably didn't like literally lead it through the perpendicularity. Right. Like I think there's maybe they were maybe. all pretty small spikes. Like it wouldn't have been that much, you know? Yeah. You, you need like a small box, right? I, yeah, I guess I'm just reminded a bit of how like the inquisitors couldn't go in to the pool with, you know, like you yeah, were just going to go into the pool, spikes, but, preservation. but they were ruin and preservation yeah, specifically. Yeah. Like, yeah, and these wouldn't have to be charged yet. They would just be a god. Could you take a god? Could you take a god metal through another shard's perpendicularity? That's yeah, right. That's really the question. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the question I'm having, right? I feel like probably 
Because I feel like we've discussed that maybe autonomy's investiture couldn't go through the perpendicularity, which is yeah. why they needed pure door. So I, the I matter, keep... the matter form, the, the, yeah, the, the that's, physical form. That, that's yeah. that's that is a valid point because the physical form does interact quite differently for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's also the question of whether, whether we think that trillium is different from bavadinium, oh uh, which there, there's a sentence in the lost metal where it says it is like, blah, 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 trillium. Oh, I suppose I should be calling it bavadinium. And we'll see so, if you keep doing that, says it, because until yeah. you do, we're going to stick with trillium. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's an interesting conversation on whether god metals manifested differently like because uh uninvested art is the interaction between a shard and a planet so do you get a different god metal on like each planet or is it just this shard's metal is always the same i think that shard's metal is always the same i think i'm leaning that direction as well I think of if there's any shard where there's some weirdness, autonomy and the avatars could allow for some weirdness in some respects. Cause like it, the, how separated is that investiture yeah. from the core of autonomy? Like, I think there is possible room for that to be different, but I don't think, I think yeah. Atium would be the same everywhere. Even if yeah. Ruin went to some other. And, and, and I think avatars are still autonomy at the end of the day. Yeah. So like, mm -hmm. and shard flavor, right? Um, but uh, it it is interesting. Trellium can steal so many things. That's that's super great. So, yeah. Why uh, why do you need ATM <laughs> at all? Yeah, yeah, especially when you need to refine it. Hey. Ah. Um, well, okay. Here's the here's the benefit, and this is actually the cost of trellium is you can't melt or forge it at all. And so there's not any trellium alloys or anything you can do in that way. Oh, but ATM is more flexible, and you can have all these ATM alloys, and you know. Yeah, but they're things. all inferior to ATM itself. Maybe, but like it's it's useful in other ways. You know what I mean? Like it may not be hemologically better, but like ATM is more flexible, at least as we understand it. And I mean, I guess I don't. I still don't understand powers versus abilities. So maybe you could get something cool with an ATM alloy. You know what I mean? Like. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. I, I think any ATM alloy is like a subset of ATM. Like yeah, I yeah. don't I don't I can't think of any way that you mix ATM with something else and you get something that ATM by itself doesn't provide. Sure. Well, but like Floracium seems to steal something that ATM can't provide. But Floracium is a completely different god metal, right? I guess if you think it's like an absolute umbrella of stuff. I think I think it's possible that you do something interesting with it. And or maybe you ally with another god metal, which you can't do with, uh, which you can't appear to do with uh, autonomy anyway, because it won't melt. So that's really interesting. It won't melt. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if ATM will melt, or if ATM's a weird one. No, you can make alloys because we know you can make alloys. As Brandon said, you can. If if you can't forge uh, trellium, that does to me provide some credence to autonomy. Literally created these spikes. Yeah, like if right. you can't physically manipulate the object, right. then. It's not like there's some mini pits. You take it, refine it, and turn it into a spike, right? So, like, I think, yeah, that that seems more plausible to me. Unless, unless, like, its melting temperature is higher than what wax can accomplish with, like, 
his electric heater and whatever. I guess the, the impression I got from that chapter though was that this thing is physically unable to melt because of like because of the like it's not a it's not of this world. This is a char- like a supernatural characteristic of this yeah. god metal. I agree. Hmm. This is just making me think about god metals. It's like like can you make atium if you can melt and forge it into a thing? Is there a theoretical temperature where you could make it into a gas? Things, things like that, right? That you could do in the really weird high end and like which god metals could, which god metals couldn't. And I don't think we're going to get any answers to any of that ever. No, no. I think this, this is going to be very on demand kind of. Yes, yes. When we, need, when we need a character to have only one spike, but lots of different things uh, <laughs> and be able to hide from harmony, then... A god metal did it to make the plot work. True. Thanks, autonomy. Thanks, autonomy. But it worked pretty well. It worked. It was a cool thing. Oh, I love Shadows of Self. Love Palm. She's the best. Other final hemology thoughts, things? I would say I'm curious. Maybe it's just like the most specific thing I want to say. Like we've got these secret groups that know about hemology, you know, and they're going to, the ghost bloods are going to keep on it. If the set exists at all, they're going to keep on it or, you know, whatever. That, they provided spikes to the university and like the university seem aware of hemallergy now. And I'm curious where that's going to go because there's not been an opportunity for this knowledge to go broad before it was, you know, a really limited pool. And then it almost went extinct, if not for spook and Kelsier. And, uh, and now it's like entering like academia potentially. And I'm curious if it will become a thing that people know about, or if it will continue to be a secret project and it will just be like a governmental thing now too. And that will be where it goes. I don't think information like that stays secret for too long. I, I think by era four, we have spikes everywhere. Mm. Oh, for sure. I'm just thinking about like specifically like what's next. Like where are we in the sh- in like the short term? Like I th- I do think spikes are going to become pretty pretty commonplace. Yeah. Mm. But just, I'm just curious. Like, are you going to be majoring in hemallergy, or will this be a thing that they like? You know, this is maybe not majoring, but like, you know, how accessible will this knowledge be the next time we see it? It definitely makes me wonder if Harmony would try and use some agents to try and restrict that information somewhat potentially uh, at the university, but uh, Mm -hmm. probably not. Doesn't sound like him. Uh, Yeah, it'd be tough to say, but yeah, like that's the sort of thing. I'm like, will people be like murdered for their to create spikes in the future and all this be like a crime that occurs will there be people who want to donate you know donate spikes at the end of their lives like will this be a part of society or will it not be yet yeah i I think we are definitely heading in a in a direction where there are ethical uses of hemallergy uh and i and i don't know whether that that looks like hemallergy is a little bit like donating blood right where Every now and then, or maybe once in your life, or maybe in the at the end of your life, you go and like you give a little bit of your investiture. Um, sure, I think the organ doning example is is very apt. Like that, that could definitely be a thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it it does seem like long term, not what's next, but uh, is spikes being very common? Because why would Chris be putting like hemorrhages perceived dangerous to the Cosmere if like we don't get that eventually? You know, I, I'm still a little unclear on like, is it, is compounding just like her, per, I, guess, I guess she's just worried about people mixing powers that she doesn't think should be mixed. Like that's what it is at the end of the day. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what she sees, she talks about hemology, like it's a Dawn shard, 
in my yeah. opinion, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, what, like, what is the end state she is so afraid to see? Yeah, that's a good question. At the end of the day, like, you're not, you know, creating gods or anything like that, especially not without compounding. I don't know, like, giving anyone double gold is like, that's pretty good. But, but that's a double, like, that, that's a compounding problem again. Sure, sure, sure. But like, mm, and if, she calls that out as, as a roadblock. Like she says, if they rediscover compounding, that will like that's a, that's a thing she's worried about. That'll be another step down the path that she's worried about. I guess but, yeah. I'm worried about non-Skadrian magics intermixing with the Skadrian magics, and maybe that having some totally different overpowered compounding-ish effects potentially. <sighs> I don't know mm-hmm. how that would work, but I, identity contamination is probably still like just as much of a factor. Sure, but if like not more. If if that can be uh like I think this is the thing that she fears, right? That if that roadblock could be removed, yeah. who knows what sort of chaos could be wrought across across yeah. the cosmere potentially, right? Could you stone shape so much to get past honor restrictions? Like like there, there's clearly some very powerful abilities that uh might have been restricted that might not need to be or or give yourself a power that allows you to like circumvent some shardic restriction yeah like it it, it's hard to say but i I feel like it's that sort of mixing that she's afraid of yeah if someone discovers how to do that that's gonna be really bad in a way that's what i am most excited about uh, so yes the future of schedule is going to be very interesting and i would love to see that but i also want to see like the expansion of powers throughout the Cosmere, right? You end up with, you know, uh, you, you pick and choose powers from any world and grant them to any world. And like, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they can code abilities, Skadrian abilities with these spikes, there's nothing to say that you couldn't do that somewhere else especially if you have a friendly shard helping you potentially right to know where to bind it i don't think you'd it would be so hard to figure out how to code it and where to stab the spikes without a shard i feel like but you know hey yeah you would kind of need to have like met the skadrians and like learned what hemology was to even like start doing that if you did yeah at, at, at some point maybe it just becomes science right you find you have the the right tools, the right fabrials, if you will, to like read a spirit web and identify. Sure. Oh, this is all oh, this oh, yeah, shape. Sure. It represents sure. that. This shape. Yeah, I mean, as soon as Teravangian knows about hemallergy, you know there's going to be a <laughs> oh, massive no. hemallergy operation to figure out how to do that. No. Oh, it's a, it's the exact sort of thing. I like, hate it. Yeah, he's he's practicing the hemallergy of Rashar right now with it, or at least he was. So it's right up his alley. Yeah, you he's know? like, I yeah, he of course I'll do this for power. Yeah, no I, I have the intent ready to go. <laughs> yeah, um, terrifying, terrifying, cool. Let's head on over to who's that Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tiantong. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for who's that Cosmere character. Call. Welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character, the game show where we send five clues in a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue aloud, and after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmic Character. And uh, evidently, this is Evgeny and David going head-to-head here, because that's 
because this this is a three-person shard cast and we still went this long what a surprise we we do this off record anyway honestly like we had an hour yeah. conversation about something else yeah that i wasn't don't, I don't think, anything yeah uh, I, I i think our duration is not a function of the size the, the cast of the, the yeah, size of the cast true. is just, very yeah. true it's just a constant all right cool uh this one comes from silver swift silver swift and clue one this character has a good aim uh silence it's not silence what'd you guess david i guessed teleb it is not teleb i like that that's good i like that um the great thing with just two of you we we just get to go that's that's good Yeah. yeah super snappy super snappy this character has killed a member of the nobility Kelsier. It is not Kelsier. <laughs> Vin. It's not Vin. Lou 3. This character sees things others do not. Wax. It's not Wax. Okay. Sees things others do not. Has killed a member of the nobility. What was the first one? Good the aim. One. Good aim. Oh, how about Miles? It's not Miles. Damn, I think he does fit, though. Um, I don't think it fits Clue 4. Clue 4, this character has six children. Holy crap. It's a lot of children. I'm trying to think. Okay, how many children does Keen have? I'm going to say Keen because I'm worried it fits. Keen? (laughs) It's not not Keen. (laughs) No, he's got four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay, I was trying to think of who has a lot of kids. There's not that many families. That many. Most of them are like a nuclear family. Mm. Wow, six children, six kids. But Avar's only had four. Wow. Oh, and Shalon went on a murder spree and eliminated. I, yeah, some. I've got it. I actually no, they had five, didn't they? Because she had four brothers. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, three brothers. Four. No, she no, she had three now. Just, she just had Wickham oh, and Hillary. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, Wickham and yeah. Balot and Balot and Balot. Yeah, too many people there. That's why Shalon had to cut the flock down a little bit. <laughs> like, it's a lot of names for the readers to remember. Yeah. Let's, uh... and it didn't help that they all changed the first part of their names after that, too. <laughs> well, because it, it's rank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it did not help when you're like, wait, I thought you were, you're non-Balat, but now you, but then you That's were Asha Balat or okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. All right, Evgeny, what do you got? I don't, who has six children in the, that's a lot of children. No one else who has a lot of children, but I also don't think it's him. Okay. I'm like, like Tinduo has a lot, but she doesn't fit any other clues. And I don't think we know it's six. Like, I feel like that somebody has six kids. Like, yeah, not like they've got a lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the storm father. Cause he made 10 honor sprint (laughs) after whatever. Well, Daedalyn only had four kids. (laughs) <laughs> It'll bring up Ridger, who's <laughs> yeah. that Cosmere yeah, character the, classic? The, the sibling that everyone forgets about, the king of Idris. King Idris himself. King Idris Junior. himself. King Idris Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> this is this is good. Six. Uh, I don't know, Evgeny. I think we got to make it snappy. Yeah, I know. I'm just running through the Cosmere worlds real quick. Okay. Okay. All, just all through, through all the Cosmere worlds real quick. Uh, Straff Venture. It's not Straff. Clue five. This character is not allowed to use weapons. What? That's not helpful at all. Clue five. Yeah, that's 
Man, really? well, this is a very good Who's That Cosplay character. I, I, I think this is actually really good because I think this uniquely yeah. identifies this person. Is it Hoyd? Nope, it's not no. Hoyd. I, I, just had a, I had no idea and I was like, I know he can't use weapons. Mm. Who is not allowed to use weapons? Like, it's not a, it's not an Alethi thing necessarily because they are swords versus spears type of thing. Oh, I know who this is. I mm. bet. I have a guess that would have been better than Hoyd, but okay. oh well. Okay. I'll let you guess it once Evgeny guesses it, because, you know, there's the, the disadvantage is you have less guesses to go through overall, right? With this. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you eliminate fewer yeah. characters. Yeah. Oh, this is like obvious now. I'm fucking mad that I just threw my <laughs> guess away on Hoyd because I was being dumb. Oh, well. Uh, you, can, you can have it. Okay. You sure? I think yeah. it's Rock. It right? is Rock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. That 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 all fits. That that. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I'm. No, that's good. He's got a lot of kids, and you forget because like some of them are much more. Yeah, some of them are really prominent. Like no gift song. There's like other rock. Yep. There's <laughs> like he he has six children I for don't sure. Know. Go to this copyright article and count I can, them. I can probably go up to four. Yeah, yeah. One of them. Is, yeah, there's a couple juniors in there. One of them is beautiful song. Gift yeah. chord rock. Oh, star. And then Kumatiki. You forgot about song. star and Kumatiki. How could we forget about Kumatiki? How? You fell into the classic blunder. <laughs> you want the classic blunder. All right, cool. This next one is sent by Ashes AE. Clue one. This character is a POV character. Moash. Not Moash. Get Hoyd. eliminating stuff. Hmm? Hoyd. It is Hoyd. Congratulations, David. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, that's cheating. It's never Hoyd. <laughs> oh, You're that's... not allowed to submit main characters. You only have to send... I don't know. You know, I, I think I like it. I like yeah, it when it's that. just POV character and you just luck into it, you know. So sorry, Ashes AE, but David's had Hoyt on the, the break. Who two was this character can read? Clue three, this character right. is invested. That's allowed. Clue four, this character is old. And clue five, this character goes by multiple names. Okay. I think that's a little too vague, but apparently yeah. you can. I could get you like into it in the spiritual realm. I could, could, I could discern the truth. True. True, you did. Okay. That's All right. allowed. All right. So now let's end with our Who's That Cosmic Character priority queue. You, for as little as $10 a month or more, I guess, if you want, you can support us on our highest tier on Patreon and send in uh, priority queue things. Uh, and we get to them when we record eventually. So it's faster uh, than the other highly ones. Covered, just like sir. the normal one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we get to it when we record, but slightly faster. We do get through it slightly faster. I'm good at this. Uh, less competition. Yes, a lot True. less competition. So this one is from Charlie C. And clue one is this character enjoys drink. Enjoys drink. Enjoys drink. There's no like a drink. How they like, yeah. like enjoys getting drunk. I I, I believe yeah. that that is the most sensible reading to this. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of. The, I'm trying to pick a minor character, and I can't remember his name. You can, you can uniquely describe a person. Then that's he is one he is of the hunt master of Dalar and Dalar's. I was gonna guess the same. 
<laughs> the the one with the hat. Yeah, the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that guess. Bastion? Bastion. I was I, yeah, it's Bastion. Doll, but I couldn't yeah. remember. It was no. bad something. That's our joint guess. Okay, uh, it's not Bastion, but I, I like it. that. I, that's really funny to me. I thought we had him. And I'm like, I know who that is. That's Bastion. I remember that name. We had a medium obscure character who likes to drink. One of Dalinar's drinking buddies. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, because in a flashback, he, he drank with them. They were and in the event, and like, Dalinar like, broke a guy's back yeah, when yeah, he got yeah, drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good that's times. Right. <laughs> Good times. Dalinar's not Felt like it this day. Yeah, that was yeah. there. That's true. Uh, oh, right. Uh, clue two. Uh, right. There's no more guesses. I just need to go to the next one. <laughs> Clue two. This character is a member of the ruling class. Dalinar. It's not Dalinar. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's a fair what guess. About, like, what about his nephew, Elhokar? It is not Elhokar. He's known to enjoy drink at times. Okay. Yep. Clue three. This character is more than they first appear. Hmm. Ellen. It is not Ellen. Is he like drinking? He was drinking when Vin first met him. Well, I think like it's kind of an archaic usage of it, but I feel like when you someone says like they enjoy drink, like that's kind of like it's one of the that's like one of the things they're known for. Like they like they go they're a mm. partier. Yeah, but maybe that's just how I the connotation I get from it. Mm. Uh, okay, so nobility enjoys drink. Mm. Is that it? Was that the other clues? This character is more than they first appear. More than they first appeared. I kind of want to guess Cliss, but I can't remember if she likes drink or not. Uh, let's go for it, Cliss. It's not Cliss. Okay. Clue four. This character is not invested. Oh well, uh, that would have ruled her out too. <laughs> she oh, could be a secret alamancer. You don't know. She is. So she. Yeah. Oh, so okay. she's ruled out. Yeah. Because uh, because she was. <laughs> totally uh, um, yeah. She was one of the emotional ones, right? Oh, yeah. She was a soother. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, Cliss, man, Cliss. Um, well, that eliminates Breeze. Yep. No, let's go back to Rashar. E. That's not her name. Hold up. I I was gonna guess Iado, and that's not the character I was thinking of. Okay. Um, uh, Eli. Oh, I was really about to guess Eli. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I was like, she had that whole scene where she's like, look at all my wine, Shalon. <laughs> you're, you're vibing. You're, yeah, okay. Uh, it's not Isla. God damn. I'll let David do a guess, though. That's not a joint okay. guess. Yeah, what, okay, That's what's fair. our... What, what are the clues you got? I forgot already. Uh, all right. This character enjoys drink. <laughs> Member of the ruling class is more than they first appear and is not invested. Sabario. It is Sabario. Hey, uh, David, three for three, David. The PB- I don't think I've won in a while, so I actually, I'll, I'll feel, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And- uh, it's okay. I'm here to drink and not know things. There uh, you go. Look, you two are just here to vibe on this exact <laughs> same wavelength, except yeah, Evgeny when it actually matters to get the correct one. Wow. Uh, really clue five was this character spends battles in a tent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. I like that one. It was. It was a good one. I wonder if Polona would have hit all of these. Presumably, she she's not really a member of the ruling class. So no, she's got yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, so. she's, she's more like... She's effectively, she's a... but she's like... I think if you were to like make an argument, it's only... Yeah, like... she's dark-eyed and like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And 
and they're not married, which is mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. Maybe that'll happen in book five. That's Who the subplot we're waiting on. Is when are, when is Mario and Polona going to get married finally? Nice. The, the day, day nine. The marriage that we really care about. Yeah. You, you don't know, but there's there's Sibario. a there's a whole big Sabario subplot, you know. He really has his time in the sun, maybe. No, Adolin. Yeah. Yeah, Adolin <laughs> dies. Yeah, he dies. When when Dalinar becomes becomes fused Dalinar and Sabario has to rise and battle him in the back five. Ooh. No one saw that coming. <laughs> Old man Sabario, like, I'll get you. <laughs> All right. We hope you enjoyed this uh, chaotic episode. You can find us on 17 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun. We got Discord. It's hopping. We got a lot of people. You can find us on Facebook, uh, the place formerly known as Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube. And you X. can find us on X. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are technically on Blue Sky and Threads, uh, but we're not posting there right now. Yeah, yeah. Got, you got you to gotta reserve the, the name. Um, yeah, yeah. So if you, if you want to follow... like. Twitter's probably gonna die at some point. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta go somewhere else. Yeah, uh, but Discord, Discord's the place. This, Discord's right the now. place to be. I think that I think that's the number one place yeah. to be. And you can support our Patreon for as little as a dollar. There is art polls. Um, nice, good. I like the show and tell. Uh, one dollar. Yes. And uh, if you did watch Secrets Stained Glass, there's, there's Secrets and Stained Glass stuff there too. That's uh, exclusive all for you. And there's uh, outtakes and I really need to edit more of those. But uh, life is just an endless stream of me editing Shardcast. So uh, I'll get to that. But there are older outtakes if you want. And you can support for as little as a dollar. Wow. I will will say I am not like I, I watched like Dimension 20 and Critical Role and things like that. I didn't think I would be in Secret and Stained Glass because that didn't seem like my kind of thing. And not all of it was, but there were some things in there that I was really invested in and I really liked. So if you if you don't think it's going to be your thing, it's not it's like 20 hours of your time. Like you can that that's manageably sacrificable uh i think it's gonna be worth it no it's more like 17 hours actually it's 17 hours to like multiples of 10 no 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 no. Uh, a lot a lot of people have been saying that like it it's the the comment i got today was this was absolutely spectacular one of the most incredible fan works ever made in the cosmere uh so you know it's been pretty effusive. I'm a fan. But see you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.